93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Monday, November 25th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Ursinus College canceled the remainder of the swimming season for both men's and women's teams following a hazing scandal. In a lengthy statement released by the college on Friday, officials did not get into specifics about what exactly happened, but stated the men's and women's swimming teams had committed violations of the college anti-hazing policy and student code of conduct. We are going to die. <laughs> the statement went on to say the incident involved alcohol and underage drinking. Officials with the Division Three school located in Montgomery County also put the coach on probation. Coach Mark Feinberg supports and agrees with his decision with this decision, and as coach and mentor assumes a share of responsibility for the actions of both the men's and women's teams. He is now placed on probation and will work on addressing specific action items and strengthening his team's culture moving forward. The statement said. Several student-athletes who were not on the swim team uh, said last week a meeting was called for all student-athletes to discuss hazing. You never hear this with the swim team, right? No. I, this is pretty bizarre. Everybody's asking me to comment because I was a swimmer. Yes, and, and uh, award-winning. Uh, I went to her sentence. No. Uh, um, yeah, this it, it seemed bizarre to me. I right. mean, the hazing thing just totally seems like, well, A, a Greek life thing, right? Yeah. Uh, fraternities, sororities, but also more so if, as far as sports are concerned, football. Yeah. Yeah, football hazing. Football, not yeah. swim team hazing. No. Hmm. Uh, but you didn't swim at college. No, God, oh, no, no. They asked no. me to. I was like, no, you guys practice way too early for me. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I don't the, have I mean, the commitment. Pretty, <laughs> that's pretty crazy, though. Both the men's and women's yes. whole season canceled. God. Yeah. Well, crazy. I mean, yes. Yeah, so I'm sure it, there were just because a few bad apples ruining uh, for everyone. Uh, I had like a couple more details. I mean, were they doing co ed hazing? Apparently, there's no details. Yeah, that's apparently, they both. Yeah, maybe yeah. it maybe it came. I know that the 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 coaching staff or the coach has been suspended, yeah. so it might have been high up within the coaching staff, and yeah. if so, they got to cancel the whole. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. A and few in, bad apples. Yeah. <laughs> An, exactly insanity, right. an insanity defense is planned for the trial of a woman accused of killing her former landlord and another woman in a suburban Philadelphia home earlier this year. Defense attorney Carrie Allman says Nasima Sami was experiencing symptoms of severe mental illness related to delusional disorder, including psychotic beliefs and intense paranoia at the time of the March slayings in West Narden Township. 44-year-old Sami is charged with first and third degree murder, criminal trespass, child endangerment and related offenses in the deaths of 78-year-old Lila Frost and 68-year-old Lorraine, uh, Lorraine Gigliello. Montgomery County prosecutors say she and her six-year-old son were found under a bed in the home, and the defendant have what appeared to be dried blood on her hands. Authorities allege that Sammy said she acted in self-defense because one of the victims was pushing buttons in her head. Prosecutors allege that Folsom resident uh, drove to the home with the boy seeking help from Frost, who, she, who had been her landlord 20 years earlier. They allege that after entering through an unlocked door, she killed Gigliello, a neighbor, when she reached for the phone to call police and then killed Frost after the older woman arrived home during the attack. The investigation found evidence that the defendant attempted to clean up the home to remove evidence of the attack throughout the time the defendant's six-year-old son was present and witnessed the murders. God. Yeah, terrible. He mm. also witnessed his mother attempting to clean up the scene. He was able to share what happened in a forensic interview. Autopsies found Frost died of multiple injuries. Gigliello died from head trauma. The deaths were both ruled homicide. Sammy's son is now safe with other family members. A man was shot at 
at dozens of times in a parking lot at a Wawa store Sunday morning. It happened at 6 a.m. on the 4500 block of Castor Avenue. Witnesses said a man was getting ready to go into the store when someone drove by in a dark-colored Honda with tinted windows and began firing. Police said the 41-year-old man was shot one time in the back and one time in the left calf. He was taken to Temple University Hospital by police where he is listed in stable condition. Police said there were roughly 30 shell casings found in the parking lot. Police 30? Yeah, police continue to interview witnesses and investigate the scene. No arrests have been made at this time and no weapon has been recovered. In sports this morning. Rashad Penny ran for a career best 129 yards, including a 58 yard touchdown. Russell Wilson threw one touchdown pass, and the Seattle Seahawks beat the Eagles 17 to 9 yesterday. At the link, the C- uh, Seahawks, who improved to 9-2, remain undefeated on the road in six games. Missing their top three wide receivers, leading rusher, and two Pro Bowl offensive linemen, the Eagles fell to 5-6 and six and couldn't do much on offense. They hurt themselves with three turnovers inside Seattle's territory and one more near midfield. The Eagles are on the road on Sunday with the game in Miami against the Dolphins. Kickoff is at 1 o'clock. The Sixers, who have won four games in a row, are on the road tonight with the game in Toronto. Against the defending NBA champs, the Raptors, tip-off is at 7.30. And the Flyers are at home tonight with a game against the Vancouver Canucks. It's Hockey Fights Cancer Night, and members of our show will also be in a suite as the team collects food for the Camp Out for Hunger. The puck drops at 7 o'clock, and that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. You're starting a new feature today. It's uh, Makeup Free Monday. <laughs> I know, and I, oh, I brought makeup, and I left it in the damn car, so now i got to run back down. You better get your face on because all the spotlight is going to be on oh you God. today. Wait, what? It's, because it's Kathy's oh, wait, holiday wait, wait, wait. activities oh, yes. list. I know. Woo. Yeah, I got to run down there. We're going to do that in the 7 o'clock hour. We reveal Kathy's holiday activities with a new theme song and everything this morning. Well, we have to put it in there because we're, we're jammed. And not only that, it's uh, as far as the word of the week prize, Kathy's holiday gift giveaway is taking place today. <laughs> what? Yes. Kathy, so... Kathy loves shopping so much, she did your holiday shopping for you. And there's something for everyone with over $700 worth of prizes that will be given away. And it's a short work week because of Thanksgiving, so we give it away on Wednesday. You just need three letters. It's an awesome prize. I mean, it's literally, if if you have kids in the family to buy for, you have, you know, a husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, whatever it is, there is literally something for everybody. Wow, is this what all this stuff is? uh, In our uh, office. Yeah, Yeah, that's what it is. I'll (laughs) mention a couple things. Uh, You want me to mention a couple right now, Kat? So so just, uh, there's so much stuff, I can only roll it out a few things at a time. All so right. We have the Hallmark Channel Countdown to Christmas board game by Bundle. These I, I <laughs> contemplated not giving that away oh. and using it for some sort of trivia on the show. Oh, man. I just watched yeah. like three three or four movies over the weekend. Oh, man, could we crack that open and try some trivia questions? You know Get what? another one. No, they will. It's two sisters who created this board game, and um, they love the show. So, yeah, we could probably get another okay, one. Okay, and then maybe we can do that at the Camp Out for Hunger or yeah, something like that. Yeah, totally. I wouldn't get into specifics, right? But I know all the plots. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Sparkling Wine Advent Calendar from uh, them uh, from Give Them Beer. Uh, the Love Bug Winter Getaway Package. The uh, Lumen Nature Philadelphia Zoo tickets as well. The Kathy Romano Collection by Wim Jewelry. So, that's just a few Ooh. of the things. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a Kathy Romano Collection. Did you ooh, your own collection. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. What did you say? Your own collection. All right. So, but anyhow, the Kathy Day, the the Kathy, the Kathy Day, holiday activities. When I had urination problems, they installed a Kathy Day. 
happy Catholic Day to you, Steve. And and as Steve said, we are so jam-packed with guests that we have to do the holidays activity list at 7.20, so we will get to it then. Better uh, get my makeup on. We also, uh, we're going to have a call from our friend uh, Senator Bob Casey. He's, he's been an annual visitor to the Camp Out for Hunger. He can't make it this year, but he's going to call and uh, and give us a little boost. As yes. Far as, uh, he incites people to yep. get on out and be generous, and we appreciate that. The 6ABC 100 Thanksgiving Day Parade is coming up, and Cecily Tynan's going to stop by this morning they in did, our studio. They did a great special last week, uh, a half hour, a, a whole thing of the history of the parade. It was really awesome. Uh, our buddy Dom Irera is going to be in town, so he's going to be at Helium. He's going to stop in this morning. The great. Yep, he's the best. And uh, we also have actress Jane Atkinson, who will be on the show, too, and we'll talk to her later on about this show called Bluff City Law. So there is a lot taking place on today's program. Make sure that you uh, stay with us for as long as you can. Obviously, we're ramping up to Camp Out for Hunger. It is one week from today. (laughs) We will be broadcasting live from... Xfinity Live in the yeah. Wells Fargo Center parking lot. Extended forecast. I we can go. I seven looked days at it. Out, yeah. I looked at it today, and doesn't seem to be any precipitation. It is going to turn cooler, and the highs are only going to be in the thirties. Yeah, okay. and that's fine yeah. because it uh, it really starts to hammer at home. For some reason, that colder weather it does really hammers at home. I, I think. agree. Uh, so as of now, just a little bit colder. Things can change. We'll see. It's going to be very mild today, tomorrow, the next day. But then, then it's going to change just in time for Camp Out for Hunger. So that's on the way. And don't forget, this Saturday is the Philatron Car Show that's going to be out there. They're raising funds, over 20 car clubs. Mm. And it's going to be right there at the Wells Fargo Center yes. uh, parking lot. And uh, let me see if I know exactly which parking lot it is in. Well, the gate's open at 10 a.m. It's going to be Saturday Food trucks, Dunkin' Coffee vendors, bands, silent auction, raffles, all kinds of stuff. And uh, it'll be easy to find once you head down that way. All right, so let's take a break. Come back in a second. The American Music Awards were last night. I'll go do the thumbnail version of that for you. And uh, we'll also get into some of the other entertainment stories and stupid questions. We'll be right back. Stay with us on this Monday morning. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so stupid question. Today we are going to give away a family four-pack of tickets for uh, the worst-case scenario survival experience, which is now at the Franklin Institute. And I didn't have one ready, so let me dive into my uh, cards of goodness here and see if I can find something that is worth asking. How about this one? Uh, What is the term for the tall, four-sided, pointed Egyptian monuments that inspired... The design of the Washington Monument. Uh huh. What's the term for that type of that type of uh, design? Two one five two six three WMMR. Four sided pointed Egyptian monuments that inspired it. What are those called? Let's see if you know the answer. And I'll go through some birthdays. Today is Monday, November twenty fifth. Tim Armstrong of the band Rancid is celebrating his fifty fourth birthday today. 
and uh, Rancid, one of those longtime, you know, Warp Tour bands. Yeah, and, big, big fan base. Yeah. I think Marissa goes to see him all the time, right? Yep, she definitely does. Goes out to the middle of a field someplace in West Western PA, where they have. What, 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 it's like it a was punk, in Ohio punk face punk fest or something. What was it called? Uh, it was called Punk and Drublick the first year because it was a no effects thing, but then um, because Fat Mike is an idiot, they tra- they changed it to Camp Anarchy. <laughs> okay, and Camp then Anarchy. I also bought tickets, and then two weeks later, they announced the same exact show in New Jersey. Uh, Tim Armstrong is 54 years old today. Christina Applegate. Love her. Is 48. I was just watching her yesterday. Shell and I started watching that show with her and Linda Cardellini Dead on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, did mm-hmm. you like it? Watched the first three episodes. Liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. Yeah. I watched the whole thing. She is, Christina Applegate is fantastic yeah, in it. Yeah, they both are. Probably the best acting I've ever seen her do. And have you seen it yet, Steve? No, no. I, so I, everyone is talking really favorably about it. She's got like a rage streak in her. And oh, really? It's hilarious. Kathy, it's like you. <laughs> when she starts getting mad, I find it so awesome. I love seeing her kind of freak out. So That and, was one of the shows I watched. in. Like I finished the entire season in like two days. Yeah. Okay. I love her, though, and all of her stuff. And you thought she was just going to be the, uh, you know, even on Married with uh, Children, which... Grew old quickly. Um, her character was a lot smarter than she. She was the eye candy, right. but you realize there was a lot more going on. And then subsequently, like an Anchorman and all those other movies, she's really hilarious. Kathy in the show, I like. Uh, the, just in the first episode, where she's talking to Linda Carlini, and she's, "Well, you should meditate." She's like, "Well, I do my own version of that." <laughs> and then they show a shot of them in the car. She likes this speed death metal stuff. Yeah. You suck. <laughs> I hope you die. Like this meditation, excellent. So she is uh, 48 years old today. Uh, Jerry Ferrara, who's from uh, Entourage, is 40. Anybody know which character? He's the one who looks like me, Turtle. Yeah, Turtle, the fat one, (laughs) Turtle. Turtle. Uh, Jerry Ferrara is 40. The big 4-0 for him. It's also Barbara and Jenna Bush's birthday today. The twins, the former first daughters. Yeah, twins. 38 years old today. What? uh, One of them's on TV, right? Jenna Bush is on uh, with uh, Jenna Bush. Hager Slacks is on um, with a Hoda copy on their okay. Today Show, whatever right. level of Today Show it is. She replaced Kathy Lee Gifford, basically. Okay. She's 38 today. Hey, it's Donovan McNabb's birthday. Today. Wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, Donovan is 43 years old. Where does he live now? Does anybody know? I have no idea. I know he's just inducted into a the local sports. To the Eagles Hall of Fame. Fame. Yeah, Eagles oh. Hall of Fame, yeah. yeah. He uh, had, remember he had the DUI in, I think it was Arizona. Arizona. So um, I don't know if he's still out there. And he would always do his, like, um... His camps out there in Arizona, so probably Arizona. I, yeah, yep. I would um, move back here though, where I was from Chicago. Went to school in New York. Born <laughs> in Babylonia. Uh, moved, moved to, to Arizona. Donovan, Donovan McNabb. Kevin <laughs> <Devin> Bacon. Okay. <laughs> He's uh, forty-three. <laughs> John Larroquette, the actor, Night Court, he was great on that show. For all the years that uh, he was on Against the Cosby Show, Cosby never submitted to be nominated for an Emmy. So Larroquette would always win and go up and thank Bill Cosby for not No, Seriously? That's great. Um, he's also great in the movie Blind Date. He plays he's great. Psycho oh my boyfriend. god, I love that movie. It's a yeah. good movie. Yeah, who mm-hmm. just nothing goes right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was in Stripes too, guys. He is. You're right. He's great. Yeah, that's right. He's uh, 72 today. Uh, then we have another uh, pair of twins celebrating a birthday today. Uh, Jill Hennessy and Jacqueline Hennessy. Apparently, they're on Law and Order. Oh, huh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Together. Wow. They're 51. I don't know. 
So they're um, twins that share the same age. Yeah, they are twins that share the same age. Wow. At first I thought they were going to be kids because, you know, they would have yeah. uh, children on television shows playing the same character and they switch them out like the Olsen twins. Yeah, po- possibly. But no, you, you they're, can't... they're 51, so I don't, you know. <laughs> no, the rule is that even in your 50s, you have to have a twin so you can swap them out. And you have to have somebody <laughs> teaching them on, on a right. set. Cool. Yeah, so they're not overworked. Right. Hey, guys, Chum. Jill's being a little bit fussy. Can we? Uh... Yeah, yeah. Bring, can we bring in Jacqueline, please? Yeah. Jacqueline? <laughs> can someone want to call the retirement home and get her over here? Ben. Stein, the great Ben Stein, is 75 today. Always liked that guy. And I love, you know what, when, I forgot what I was doing it for. Oh, yeah. So, um, last year, you know, I was, uh, New Year's Eve, we have friends over and I always do games. Yes. Me. And I needed a uh, a type of quiz show game to do with, with a few different couples. And, and I couldn't figure out the format I wanted to. And I started researching other games. And I went back and I found old videos of Win Ben Stein's Money. That's a fun show. That was a great it show. Was, Jimmy Kimmel was a sidekick. And I ended up following the uh, the format of that show. And it worked out great. Yeah. So uh, I do miss that program. And he was great on it. Uh, he's 75 today. And I saved the best for last. It's Amy Grant's birthday. Oh! Long-time member of her fan club. Always uh, performed with her shoes off. Yeah. Trippy. This oh, is man. her. That's yeah, her. That's yeah, that's her. Wrong one. Oh, me, McGrath. <laughs> why, why is that? Hold Be, on a all right, so here's the deal. The one. Oh, this, this I know what you did. Right. Yeah, go ahead. He renamed one of the songs so that I wouldn't <laughs> see when Casey put it in the dock here for me to hit the button to start the song. And it's Baby Baby, and, yeah. and he renamed it something else, what one of our traffic what? beds is called. I'm like, why are you searching for one of our traffic beds? I'm looking at what he's doing. Okay. Ah, I guess I can't find it. You actually did it so well, you yeah. confused yourself. Well, so. one was Shizzle, and the other one was Shazzle. I guess we, we don't have Shazzle anymore. Her oh. hits are for, for, <laughs> sh- oh, for Shizzle. Shizzle. Yeah, for Shizzle and Shiznit. Yeah. Oh, Shizzle. Okay. Uh, Amy Grant is 59. Hey! She's a, she is a cutie, isn't she? She really is. This, yeah. this is a picture of her, I think, recently that we have up in the studio here on our big monitor, and she looks really good. She's pretty. Uh, Amy Grant is 59 today. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Uh, what is the term for the tall, four-sided, pointed Egyptian monuments that inspired the Washington Monument? 215-263-WMMR, the number, and I will go to Nancy for the answer. Hey, Nancy. Good morning. Uh, Nancy, what type of object are we talking about here? An obelisk. An obelisk, yes. Hang on a second, Nancy. Also a giant penis. Yes. Pretty much what it's designed after. Cement penis. Nancy got it right. We're going to give her a family four-pack of tickets for the worst-case scenario survival experience. Now open to the Franklin Institute. To order tickets, visit fi.edu. At the box office, number one, no surprise, Frozen 2. Uh, made $127 million. Going to see that tonight with Are my you? family. Yeah, yeah let, let me know how it is because I, uh, I I, I was surprised how much I enjoyed the first Frozen, you know? So much so you're tapping your foot on the ground. Do you no. hear that knocking? That's not me. No, that's not No, him. I know it's not <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's somebody hammering literally on the, I can hear it <laughs> hitting like right below it. my body. I feel it. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, I can feel oh, it. Boy. It feels like it's under us. That's great. Uh, so then we have, uh, second was Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, I want to see that too. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood was third. And I want to see that. surprising. Yeah. I want to yeah. see that one. Yeah, what? I thought they'd be like second place. <sighs> I guess not. I'm, I, you know, you're talking about three pretty, Frozen, yeah. pretty big movies opening on the same weekend. So uh, then you had Twenty One Bridges, Midway, Playing with Fire, The Good Liar, Charlie's Angels, Last Christmas, and uh, Joker rounded out the top ten. 
The American Music Awards, biggest fan-voted music celebration, aired live from the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles last night this year. R&B star Ciara took the hosting duties. Uh, I have just a handful of things I can run through, you know, the, the, the list of winners. To be honest, there aren't that many awards that they hand out during the broadcast. Um, no, and I, I watched. I watched it. I watched a lot of it on on Speed Scam, but I watched a lot of it. And it's a t- your, Preston. It's a ton of performances. Yeah, and so, that's what it is. Uh, so the Taylor Swift with uh, twenty three AMAs under her belt, but before the show kicked off, ended up surpassing Michael Jackson's previous record of twenty four. Son of a bitch! She now has twenty six with uh, this year's Artist of the Decade, Favorite Pop Rock Album, and Artist of the Year. So she snagged all three of those. Thundered, yeah, and it was cool because they had uh, Carol King when she got her Decade Award. They had Carol King come out and give the speech about why she deserves it. No kidding. We actually have audio. I don't know if you want any audio. I grabbed it. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm not sure what I have all over here available. So there, there's, there's Carol, Carol King uh, intros, Taylor Swift. All right, let's try that. Here we go. It's rare to see all those talents in one person. But that defines Taylor Swift. She is one of the only modern pop artists whose name appears as the sole songwriter in her song credits. Her lyrics resonate across the generations. Her songs touch everyone. And her impact around the world is extraordinary. The past decade has been incredible for this brilliant artist. And the best is yet to come. So you got to hand it to Taylor for that. I mean, because, it, like she said, she's the sole writer on these songs. That's, That's why Carol King is there, because she's a, it, a, a musical force as well with it, the songwriting. It is not easy to write hit songs. Yeah. And the fact that she has written all those songs is pretty, de- you know, deservedly so. Yeah. She yeah. got the artist of the decade. Uh, what else? Other clips? So they have her getting up. She talks about accepting the award if we want to go right to the... All right. Yep. Here we go. I really don't have anything, um, articulate to say. I just, um, just the fact that, like, the last year of my life has had some of the most amazing times and also some of the just, like, hardest things I've gone through in my life and not, um, a lot of them are things that haven't been public and I... Wanted to thank you so much for being the thing that has been um, a constant in my life. Right. You know, the thing kills me in these things as you're hearing the things. Woo! So, ah! mm-hmm. <laughs> Shoot that person, please. I mean, come on. I can Security, could you imagine? Get right him in, out of here. Right in the Get him out of here. I'm trying to give you a speech. Yep. <laughs> Would you shut up? Was that outfit what she performed in, or was that her dress? The she did a full. They did a full like extensive thing, thing where she was fighting over, you know, the the rights to do her own music, and so she did an extended performance of a lot of stuff. So right, yep she uh, she performed her, uh, you know, she performed a, a medley of her hits. Uh, there was a, rock was actually given a little bit of love last night because they uh, we don't have the audio from it, uh, but the uh, um, Green Day, the Green Day, yep, did um, a, did a really solid performance, and the crowd was really behind it. You know when they cut to the audience and people are mouthing the words as if they knew the songs. Yeah, uh, they did, and okay. so it was it was really good. And then um, on the other side, you had Post Malone with Ozzy. Yep, uh, and sure. that was pretty good too. I thought. Okay, uh, we have a clip if you want to play it. Um, I got you, bro. See, thank you, Case. Here we go. I feel you crumble in my arms down to your heart. 
Was Ozzy singing live? Probably not. Uh, no, it it didn't just sound like it. Yeah. 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 I'm like, it sounds really clean. We actually have his mic isolated, Preston, if you want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I never needed anything from you. And all I ever asked was why that trove. You showed your tongue and it was fucked in two. Your venom was lethal. I almost really... Now he's really singing. That sounds terrible. Yeah, so- there was a bit of a, not a controversy or whatever. At the beginning, the show starts off with Selena Gomez singing. And yeah, I was, I as, as I was listening to it, I'm like, man, is this, this sounds pretty terrible. Okay. Uh, but so she sings a song. And in the song, she saw, sings about singing off key. Oh. And some of the people are saying, well, was that on purpose? She's singing off key for the song. Or give a listen. You tell me what you think. She wasn't at the chorus yet, so I <laughs> sing off key in the chorus. You're the musician. I saw the signs and I know colored glasses are distorted. Set fire to my purpose. And I let it burn. You got off on the hurting when it was yours. She just said, uh, as Randy Jackson would say, a little pitchy. A little pitchy. Um, and, and here's the deal. She's one of those types that is, look, she can carry a tune. She's not a great artist. No. She's not a great, right. you know, like Ariana Grande can really sing. And they Jennifer told her Hudson that, actually. Can really the, sing. At the award show. They- uh, Selena Gomez can kind of sing. You know, there's a few people out right. there that are like that. And because of their, they get a leg up. They get a shot because they got a name and they yeah. go for it. And they sell a few records and they do fine, you know. And so she's in that category. Um, so, speaking of categories, let me run down the, the, yes. the list here. Alter- so exciting. Alternative artists went to Billie Eilish. I assume this is in the order that they were handed out on the show. Uh, favorite song, pop rock, was Halsey, Without Me. I like Fa- her. Favorite duo or group, pop rock, was BTS. Yeah. Uh, favorite <laughs> duo or group, country, Dan and Shay. Favorite album, pop rock, was Taylor Swift. Uh, favorite album, country, Carrie Underwood. Favorite female artist, country, was Carrie Underwood. Uh, collaboration of the year with Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello for Senorita. I'm tired of that song. Uh, new artist of the year is Billie Eilish. Uh, favorite album, rap hip hop, was Post Malone. Favorite song, rap hip hop, was Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. God, we live in a bizarre world. Yeah. Uh, favorite song, country, was Dan and Shay Speechless. And artist of the year went to. So during a Billie uh, Eilish's performance, I think it's all good girls go to hell, um, they had a pyrotechnic array of stuff going on. And apparently, so the, some of it was on video screens, but they had actually like long trays of fire yeah. coming up. And I guess they, they cut to like Lizzo in the front row, who's like... <laughs> oh, it was really, it was really <laughs> like the flames were they could you, feel you've it? You've been to, um, you know, like Universal or whatever, when they have like the, you know... Backdraft right, Exactly. Yeah, it gets hot as hell. Hot as hell. Uh-huh. I could see that. Listen, I've been at concerts. I remember at a Van Halen concert one time where they had a big yeah. flare-up, and I was not anywhere near the stage, and I'm like, dude! That's 
I felt a wave of heat. Dude, the, the Sixers pregame. Yes. Like, you you can feel it all the way back there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, so anyhow, the AMAs, the American Music Awards, are done and finished. Taylor Swift, Artist of the Decade. I have a couple of other things. Uh, yeah, a couple. couple. <laughs> couple, couple. Yeah, a couple. couple, couple, couple. Uh, I'll go with this, Steve, and this definitely speaks to you. You guys all have to remind you probably who Michael J. Pollard was. Uh. Academy Award winning nominee, known for his roles in Bonnie and Clyde, House of Thousand Corpses, and others, uh, has died. He was 80 years old. Wow. Short, strange-looking guy. You'd probably recognize if you saw him. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in Tango and Cash. He was in Tango yeah. and Cash. He was in Roxanne as yeah. well. And he's just this character he's actor. He's like kind of this kind of guy. Like, yeah, he kind of talks like this. Yeah. Uh, but his uh, in Bonnie and Clyde, he was uh, it was a breakout role for him. He was nominated for he, that. He's sort of their mechanic. Yeah, and uh, it's his. He goes back to his dad, and his dad is the one who helps the FBI set them up. Yep. to get uh, you know taken out. So Rob Zombie broke the news on Facebook. He said, "We've lost another member of the House of a Thousand Corpses family." I woke up to the news that Michael J. Pollard had died. I have always loved his work and his truly unique on-screen presence. Uh, he was one of the first actors I knew I had to work with as soon as I got my first film off the ground, and he will be missed. He started out started out in television in the late fifties, appearing on shows like Lost in Space and Star Trek. Yeah, but landed his breakout role as C.W. Moss in the uh, accomplice turned snitch to Bonnie and Clyde in the nineteen sixty seven film starring Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway. Pollard received an Academy Award nomination for supporting actor and BAFTA nomination for most promising newcomer. Uh, went on to star in films like Dirty Little Billy, Melvin and Howard, Roxanne, and Tango and Cash. More recently, he was in, of course, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. He was also nominated for Tango and Cash uh, for Best Supporting. <laughs> oh. uh, and it's funny because Larry uh, Karashevsky, who was who wrote Dolomite is My Name, he, he had an interesting comment uh, on the fact that he, he ran into him one time on the street. And so oh, really? He went over to say something to him, how much he liked him, and he said he growled at me. <laughs> He's like like a real growl at me. Oh, wow. But he went on to say how much he loved him anyway. You yeah, know, but, yeah. But that sounds about right. That, he that was he always was, weird. He was a strange guy. One, one step o- off kilter, one step. Yep, exactly. So uh, Michael J. Pollard, oh. 80 years old. Not sure why what he passed away of. I don't know if he was sick or what, but... Uh, let me see a couple of other stories. Kim Kardashian reflected on some of her best and worst fashion moments in a Vogue video. Oh, no. She explains that when viewers mocked her floral print gown at the 2013 Met Gala, she was crushed. She Get said, over it. She said, I was very pregnant, very puffy, and bloated. And I was like, oh, God, of course, the first time I go, I'm going to be huge. Noting that she uh, didn't actually get an invitation. She said Kanye was performing, so I wasn't actually invited. I was just Kanye's plus one. And that was okay with me because I never really dreamed I would be at the Met Ball, she said. I know no one really probably wanted me there at the time. She's such an outsider. I know, right? Yeah. (laughs) She'll never fit in. (laughs) She just doesn't. She doesn't. She marches to the beat of her own drum. She's a loose cannon, Preston. Hey, Susan Sarandon is in recovery mode after a serious fall that resulted in a bruised face and a concussion. Just a regular fall or on a movie set? Uh, Just a regular fall, I think. She shared a close-up shot of her face on Friday on social media saying that she's, uh, she, she's, she's going to have to miss an event for Senator Bernie Sanders as a result. I'm totally fine. 
The injuries include a forehead welt, a right Ooh. bruised eye, and a fractured nose. <laughs> you were looking at a picture of her, Preston. She oh, has man. one of those Claude Van Damme bumps on her head. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Jeez, what happened to your face? I knew it. Oh, that's from, uh, from, Tommy, from Boy. Tommy Boy. I just watched that the other day. Oh, okay. Like, He's like, I, yeah, I feel like there's something, not here, not here, but right here. Not so much here, but right in here. He's got that huge <laughs> bruise slash welt along his neck. Anyhow, she wrote, a little slip equals concussion, fractured nose, banged up knee. Uh, she wrote, so looks like I won't be able to meet the folks in New Hampshire with Senator Sanders tomorrow. I'm really sorry. I'll miss that opportunity. So I don't know exactly what the mm. story was and why she fell, but she did and smashed her Susan face. can't be here. She got hit on the noggin. What was that? <laughs> Bernie Sanders. She got hit on the noggin. <laughs> I want to let everyone know Susan cannot be here tonight because she got hit on the noggin. <laughs> on the noggin. Uh, let's see. How about this? When Disney CEO Bob Iger's memoir dropped this fall, it made headlines when the it emerged that uh, the Star Wars creator George Lucas was not a fan of J.J. Abrams' take on the franchise. Star Wars The Force Awakens was the first film in the franchise to be released following Disney's $4.3 billion acquisition of Lucasfilm. Iger wrote that after Lucas saw the film, he didn't hide his disappointment. There's nothing new, Lucas had said. In each of the films in the original trilogy, it was important to him to present new worlds, new stories, new characters, and new technologies. And in this one... thing sucks! He said there weren't enough visual or technical leaps forward. Uh, But in a new interview with Rolling Stone, ahead of the release of Abrams' latest effort, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, Abrams responded. He says he... Only has gratitude for Lucas and the work he did, and he added that the pair remained friends and that he uh, consulted him before beginning production on Rise of Skywalker. I uh, said it's probably a complicated thing for him to decide you're going to sell this thing that you created that you're, that was your baby to anyone, and that must be more complicated than signing a check and smiling about it, but he's been incredibly gracious. Uh, he's been super generous. Uh, Abrams added he came over. We had a meeting when we first started working on this new movie, talked through a ton of different ideas and stories and heard from him uh, what was important. And we'd done nothing but try and adhere to some fundamental aspects of the story. It wasn't a difficult thing to do. And again, he was really gracious. So I'm only grateful. Uh, Do I wish Force Awakens had been his favorite movie of all time? Yes. I only wanted to do well by him. Uh, I would just say that I have nothing but profound respect for the guy and am still truly even more so now working on these movies in awe of what he created. So that comes out, when does that come out? December 20th. Okay. All right. So they're ramping up for that whole thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, when Stephen Colbert asked Daniel Craig if he was done playing James Bond on The Late Show, uh, Craig confirmed it is done. Uh, what's next? He said, I think Guinness. Just Guinness <laughs> and maybe some solids occasionally. So he, want, he wants a nice break. From He's him. having to stay in shape all this time Yeah, for, for Bond. He's had an, an exceptional run. We'll see what the next movie's like. I'm sure it's going to be great. Yep. But uh, next to Connery, he's he's a phenomenal Bond. Uh, yeah, I think he's he's my favorite. So he's done really, really well with that whole thing. Uh, the property tycoon father of supermodels Gigi and Bella Hadid has been ordered by a judge to demolish, demolish his half-built $100 million Bel Air mega mansion. Why? Which has been dubbed the Starship Enterprise. Mohammed Hadid has been involved in a long legal battle over the palatial 30,000 square foot residence. <laughs> 30,000. That's a hotel. It's yeah. ridiculous. After neighbors. How many Hadids are there? Uh, complained about its size. A judge in Los Angeles Superior Court decided it was a clear and present danger. <laughs> 
to other properties in the area. The ruling came after a structural engineer said supporting piles were not driven far enough into the ground underneath the hillside property. And the judge said if this house came down the hill, it would take a portion of the neighborhood with it. They're afraid it will slide down the hill and wipe out the neighborhood. Uh, That's a legitimate fear (laughs) in that area. You look at this thing, it's just crazy. And it's also apparently built into the mountainside. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Hadid told TMZ the house has not moved a millimeter. It has been, it's never been an imminent danger to the neighborhood. He also said many city inspectors had monitored the construction process since it began in 2012 and concerns were not raised until years later. The court heard demolition would take six months and cost several million dollars. It was the latest development in a long, excuse me, saga over the project. Uh, which was to include an IMAX cinema. Yeah, of course. Your own IMAX theater. Yeah, you got to have one, Preston. Mr. Hadid, a property developer, hoped to ultimately sell the mansion for nine figures. Uh, in 2017, he had said, demolish this house? Never. This house will last forever. Bel Air will fall before this house will. Wow. Just buy the houses yeah. below it and destroy them now. Clear the path. And uh, you'll be set. So he's, uh, he's got a tiny ego. Yeah, he said the same year. Uh, the same year he was sentenced to three years probation and two hundred hours of community service after pleading no contest to three charges of violating building regulations. <laughs> Several neighborhoods sued Mr. Hadid, claiming that they lived in constant fear of the hillside <laughs> collapsing, and that their privacy and serenity was invaded by the illegal and unsightly structure looming above them. So when. We lived in Thousand Oaks, California in, when I was in third grade. My father moved out there for a job. We lived out there for about 10, 11 months. We lived in, you know, it was this kind of thing, Preston, the classic shelves of land. So there were yeah. like steps down on an each step was a house. And we would always, we were at the upper part of that stair land system. But you would always look up and go, if one of these houses comes down, yeah, like, it, yes. everything below it's going too. So Mr. Hadid responded that he was a victim of a witch hunt. Yes. And the neighbor's claims were total nonsense. Until it comes down. So that's where he stands. And then one, just one last thing. What? And then we're done. Yeah, no. We got, well, we got started late. Yeah. Kathy was right. Really <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. For uh, and I make up on now. Now, I thought this was interesting, and uh, you guys will like this because she's been in our studio. Imelda Staunton. Yes. Is in talks to replace Olivia Coleman as Queen Elizabeth II in season five and six of Netflix The Crown. Uh, Deadline reports that Uh, Netflix won't comment and the crown has not even been officially given the green light for season five and six. But you would be great. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah, I love it. Now, are they going to take it from all the way through to present day and then into the future? Maybe they'll take it into the future. That'd be pretty great. I'm currently. Fire the turbo thrusters. I'm three episodes into the current season. I love that show, man. It's so good. It's great. Yeah, but but if they if they had turbo thrusters, oh my god, and blasters, yeah. are you kidding me? That the takes, queen is Iron. That takes it to another level, man. I love it. So, but Imelda Staunton, who we just fell in love with while she was here, let's she, make it buckle. She would be great. So, all right. Uh, I guess we're moving on to clips. How about that? Uh, College Behind Bars is a new documentary series about men and women struggling to earn college degrees from prison. In this clip, success story uh, Dajuan Tatro discusses how the program impacted him. Here we go. You know, it was very hard for me now to imagine the young man I once was. You know, this education, this experience totally transformed my entire life. I think about the world and my place in society and what I owe society. Yeah. 
College Vine Barge premieres tonight. That's 9 o'clock on PBS. And here's the next clip. A former pop music duo and couple reunites over the holiday season in the new Hallmark movie special, A Christmas Duet. Yes! <laughs> in this clip, uh, Shally Rose. Shally Rose. I guess that's who that is. C-H-A-L-E-Y. Shally. Shally. Yeah, why Shally. Not? Sure. Charlie. Probably looks like somebody you know. Uh, talks about why this role means so much to her. <laughs> I know so many people who their favorite time of year is Christmas time. And Christmas movies in so many families, including mine, are just an important part of the tradition of Christmas. A Christmas duet premieres tonight at 8 on the Hallmark Channel. I started watching a little bit of one yesterday because the dude was a radio personality. Oh, Oh, really? Yeah. One of them, yeah. So I, I, you know, I, I, I... Paid attention for like ten minutes. Uh, the new one I saw yesterday had to do with the guy who made Christmas cards. I've seen you know Chichi Christmas cookies, Christmas yeah. wreaths, Christmas trees, reindeer, uh, anything baking is always big Christmas cookies. Uh, but cards, I had not seen that one in a while. Well, the one about the the, the guy on the radio is uh, he had lost the Christmas spirit uh. and refused to play any Christmas music uh. on his show. Oh, no. And, you know, it was up to a very beautiful young lady from his past to... To change his mind. ...instill the Christmas So he had been soured. Him. He had been soured, and I didn't Did find he go back to why. his hometown? I did not find... Yeah, yeah. So he went back to his hometown for the yeah, holidays? Yeah. He was big man on campus, he, and they knew each other in high school. He dropped by the local radio station there? No, I don't know. Okay. I, I, came, in, out. I came in just for... I and, told you, 10 minutes is all I get. And I, I guarantee you, if he did, at the end of it... And this holiday song goes out to a young lady who... <laughs> Turn my mind around about yeah. the holidays and the spirit of giving. Uh huh. I feel like we need to bust open this Hallmark game. Totally. Uh. Are you kidding me? I would, I'm dying to see how Steve would do on this. Oh, I wouldn't do well because I can't. I don't. I would do the stories because yeah, I've yeah, seen you them could all. Get all right, some. all right. Maybe, maybe you I can would. get it. Um, yeah, and then also we have to Christmas at Christmas Cookie Cove has to debut soon too. Yeah, we we, we got time. We got time. It's yeah. not even Thanksgiving yet. I know. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're almost at Christmas, I guys. I know. Uh, speaking of. When we return, Kathy's holiday activities list will be officially rolled out for 2019. So we're excited for this with a brand new jingle. How about that? That you're going to love. Our buddy Kyle did an amazing one, so we're ready to go with that. And we have a number of guests on the show this morning, so let's get to it. We're going to take a break, come back in a second with all that goodness. Stay with us. We'll return shortly. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Totally Office Calendar 2020. Shot on location at the Met, Philadelphia. 12 magnificent months featuring the most gorgeous girls and our loveliest listeners. Join us during the Camp Out for Hunger for the official release party Wednesday, December 4th from 6 to 9 inside Xfinity Live. Get your hands on a free calendar, hang with the whole morning show, and meet the girls of Preston and Steve's Totally Office Calendar 2020. Purchase info and complete details at WMMR.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Yep, Camp Out for Hunger. Like I said, we're, we're doing big preparations for that, but we have a few other things. Uh, and, in fact, there's an announcement coming up, up uh, this morning at some point about another event that we have. So that I will reveal at some point today. And, by the way, we're going to be doing the largest gender reveal uh, at the Camp Out for Hunger. Oh, yeah. There's oh, yeah. a whole list of things uh, for you to uh, to witness and be a part of as well. But... At this point in time, we're going to do something that's turned out to be a uh, a popular feature on the show. Yes, it, it 
took off like wildfire. Curated events. Yeah. <laughs> Tried and tested by the one and only Kathy Romano. And we have a new song to bring in <laughs> Kathy's holiday activities. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let us begin. Oh, the holiday activities list is here. You know Kathy's been thirsting, researching, and bursting to bring us some cheer. Oh, I can't wait to see what's on the list this year. Maybe potato latkes or fun things for Kwanzaa or even a mix of them both. Though that seems unlikely, it might be fun to see a rabbi in African clothes. African clothes. I have gone so far off track, it is I'm supposed to be telling of all of the fun things Kathy has this year. Kathy's holiday activity. Kathy's holiday activity. Kathy's holiday activities. List is here. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Kyle McCarty, wide angle Kyle. (laughs) Wide angle Kyle! Is the guy who put that together, and he just, he he put that together last minute. He forgot he was supposed to do it, and and Casey and I were saying, dude, if that's your last minute effort, you're insanely talented. He's so good. He is fantastic. I messaged him, I was like, hey, are you sending one over? And he was like, ooh, he was like, forgot about that, I'm gonna get that to you right away. Well, he did it. (laughs) And it's time to reveal... What's on Kathy's holiday activities list? This is the the most popular or the most important one of the year, right? I, you know what? I don't know. Like, I, people love the fall one. I mean, of course, Christmas, the right. holiday, everybody loves the lights and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, both of them are, right. are great. And, again, like the fall activities list, I went with all new things this all year. Right. I'm so excited. Let's let's get going. For myself and, and, you know, new things that are happening out there. Of course, there's the traditional right. activities that people know about, you know, Dilworth Park and Shady Brook Farm and things like that. Purple Orchid. No, that's usually not. That's oh, all like right. daddy's holiday. Activity Some list. people. Know. <laughs> you never know. This is a great time of year. Okay, so I'm going to start out by saying uh, I'm obsessed with the Grinch. And and I I don't know why. I just love the aspect of, of him. I love the movie. Uh, I like this, you know, goofy green guy. And yeah. they used to have the Grinch come out to the Plymouth Meeting Mall. Right. And years ago, they stopped. They, he would just come and walk around the mall, and the kids could take pictures with him. It was cute. And they stopped doing it. So I and now I feel like it's it's picking up more, and people are uh, you are know back to the Grinch. Yeah, they're they're back to the Grinch. But anyway, so um, Frolic's Farm in Doylestown, um, they're bringing the Grinch to their fr- farm, and they're going to do pictures with him. Now, of course, you can do. They have a petting zoo. They have uh, Santa, Mrs. Claus will be there. They have live reindeer. You can take pictures with them as well. But I love that they have a specific day. That's for the Grinch. Is this a picture from that, Kathy? Because we have it up at the series. Okay, this is a really sort of good-looking Grinch. Did you guys see the footage of the kids at the uh, the one park? They had the worst Grinch (laughs) I've ever seen. Literally terrifying the kids. They were just about to faint. They were so terrified. Well, that's the thing. You need you need a benevolent Grinch. You need a good Grinch. You need good reindeer. You need you know the real Santa. Right. Um, so anyway, so Frolix Farm in Doylestown, they have uh, their specific days. You can go to their calendar. We have links to everything um, on our website. So in the list, there'll be a link. You can click it. Um, but there's a specific day where the Grinch will be there. So you can you can look and see when that is. I exactly. love it. 
Um, um, may I ask a question here at the, this picture that we're looking yeah. at, Kathy, on our monitor? Is that on our uh, post on or on uh, the website? Yes. Did you have that photo done for this? I did. So that's my next oh, holiday it, it's activity. Great. I love this picture. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. So my next. Ho- Okay. <laughs> yes, we got to make sure we hit that. <laughs> is the storybook Santa experience. So um, in the past, you know, you, you have to take the kids to get pictures. And some people like a professional photographer to do it. And, you know, some will just kind of try to take their own. This was a professional photographer. Um, I took Jace out there. This was the, this was so much fun. Yeah. It was just, a, a you know, a photo session to get holiday pictures. But the real Santa comes and spends about 30 minutes with your kids. Oh, that looks, this is, this Santa is, uh, this is, this it's is the, the real, real Santa. It's the real looks one. really good. He looks a little turned on because you're sitting on his lap. And, <laughs> oh, so, Kathy, this looks like it's not just, you know, some, no offense to, like, mall Santas and stuff like no. that. It's, it's not some 19-year-old kid working some digital camera. These are professional photographers. You're getting real deal picture. Like, I mean, the lighting here is great. It's great. Um, yeah. Yes. So, sorry. Let me. Oh no. What's oh happening? no. Hang what on happened? Nick, can you just click on click on the link so I can um, pull up her name? But um, yes, Casey. She is a professional photographer. She's in Haddonfield, New Jersey. Jules. Uh, yes, Jules Portrait. Portrait right? in her Haddonfield. last name is Portrait. No, Jules Portraits. That's, that's the name. She was destined for this, Nick. I was going to say, man, that's uh, a yeah. precious. Our daughter's name is Jules Portrait Photographer. <laughs> no, Jules Portrait in Haddonfield. So, listen, I'm telling you, Santa knew all of the good things that Jace did this year. He knew the things that Jace needed to work on. Really? Well, yeah. Of course, Santa Claus. He, he asked how um, Champ and Chloe were, the kittens that he brought two years ago, because he was, you know, wanted to check in on them, make sure they were doing okay. And we he were asked if you were still them. married. <laughs> no. So hey, well. listen, and then I jumped on his lap. And I took a few pictures too, okay? Hey, uh, so, uh, <coughs> it's a story, right? I don't uh, know. Yeah, so, uh, what's the 411 on the hubby thing? I don't mm-hmm. see Dennis around anywhere. Uh, yeah. There's something wrong. By the way, Annabelle is out of town. <laughs> Annabelle's out of town. And I just bought some equipment that vibrates. <laughs> oh, my God. Why? Hey, listen, we have to add this edge it to it. It's a family friendly activity, and you're ruining it. It used to be. <laughs> <laughs> You thought Rudolph's nose glowed red. All right, I'm moving on. Listen, but but what you get out of this, listen, is purple. There's more than just right. these pictures that you get oh, yeah, out of this. So they're, she, they're, honestly, they're excellent. They look great. She yeah. takes, a, she will create an entire storybook for you. So so it's uh-huh. a book with the pictures of your kids visiting with Santa. They get to uh, make toys with him. They bake cookies. They um, look at a, a map and a globe to um, see where he's. Look at he's, that. That's Oklahoma. I'm sorry. The, the, the picture on the right that we're looking at, Steve. Look, it's like right before the clothes come off uh-huh. in some kind of fantasy segment. <laughs> it, it really, Kathy, uh, it, the it, look on your face is like, how dare you, Santa? You're so naughty. Anyway. Or I yeah. can't believe that it's the real Santa, but it, whatever. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? Yes, okay. of course. Right, we read it a different way because we've been coarsened by this world. So listen, you get this 10 by 10 velvet storybook that comes along with the photo shoot. Now, it's a little bit late now. We did this very early, but they can do your Christmas card. Oh. They, they do the whole thing. Um, it, I will put this out there now. It is not cheap. Okay. Okay. So yeah. so just keep this in mind. She does have one date that is still available. So if it's something you're interested in, you can still do the storybook. Probably too late for the Christmas cards, but she can do the storybook. Um, and then also, uh, it's not on my list, but every year, if, if you need a cheaper version, but you want, you know, holiday pictures, there's uh, a woman out in Willow Grove, Kara Rodenbush Photography. She It's like 60 bucks. You go in, you take the picture. She has the whole scene set up. So I, okay. I have both for you. It, it's a good way. To, I, know, I know a couple of people who do it this way because they try to to do the pictures themselves, it doesn't quite work out, and you have the environment, everything set up and ready to go, and you ready can save go. yourself the, the heartache. Right. Do you think there's a market out there for people to do the opposite of this and like do like a 
White Trash Santa. With, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure it's out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You ready for the next one? Next one. We talked a little bit about it last week, but it's the Luminature by the Philadelphia Zoo. Um, this is the first year the zoo is doing this. They started on November 20th. It'll go until January 5th, but they've basically set up uh, a par- portion of the zoo with more than 600,000 lights. Twelve experiences that you'll walk through uh, includes a 21-foot-tall snake, giant cat eyes that you'll see as you walk through the park. You kind of see them throughout Preston, uh, you the just zoo. drove past it and you were blown away. That was yeah. really cool looking from just the street, yeah. Uh, my favorite part was the 25-foot tree that's made in Entirely of flamingos. It's really cool. Wow. And then uh, the best part is the light show that they do over the pond with the polar bear in the background. So um, I believe that it runs every half an hour. Um, and if you're in the middle of the zoo, it's hard to get to if you start to see it go off. So you kind of have to time it out. But just right. make sure you see that because that's really the best part of it so all. So quick question. when you If you pay admission into the zoo, n- n- none of the animals are... Yeah, that was the only thing. that yeah, No animals are out on display. So you're literally going to the zoo just to uh, smell the animals and... And see the <laughs> lights. <laughs> you can still smell them, by the way. All right. Nice. right. All right. Yep. Oh, you're doing that? Sorry, bro. So this is um, a craft, a little workshop oh. for everybody to take Arts and crafts, in. everyone. Arts and crafts. I'm so excited. Uh, you guys know um, board and brush. You've heard of that before, right? Yes. Mm, yeah. Yes. So this is they do it year-round. It's a place that's open year-round. There's... Um, uh, different locations throughout the area, a lot of them actually. Uh, I went to the Bluebell location, and they had a a specific holiday, you know, pick your own holiday project. I did a countdown to Christmas, and you do everything yourself. So you're, you know, you're screwing the the boards of wood together. Ooh, yeah. You're distressed. <laughs> You're distressing it, you're sanding it, you're staining it, you're painting it, all of it. Um, and they have different uh, different things that you can choose from. So when you sign up, you pick your project project, and they have it ready for you when you come Okay, in. so we're looking at your countdown to Christmas. Yeah. Is, is this is this just like an, is like a little advent thing, or is it just, it's really cool, it's a Christmas tree. We could do anything, Steve. This is this is just the design that she chose. Oh. You, you that's, oh. Yeah, that's the design I chose. They have a, like a number of things. Can you, you do an advent? Uh, you can probably, yeah, you okay. probably can. I mean, they have so much to pick from. It's actually, like, it was difficult to go through and pick something because there were so many great things. All right. A lot of people know about Board & Brush at this point. Uh, most people have tried it, but this was just um, holiday specific. This is great for a ladies' night out. In fact, totally. uh, you know, my wife and her friends uh, had this last week. My wife bailed at the last minute. She wasn't feeling Aww. good. But, but I know. But I saw all the pictures. I was like, oh, man, I would have liked one of these. Something but, like that, yeah. You know what, <laughs> Steve? Also, because they have, like, stencils and stuff like that, it's great for kids can actually do it as well. And it uh-huh. doesn't like it doesn't look like kids' artwork. You know? I love this stuff. Yeah. Where are they, Kath? Uh, they are all over the place. You just okay. go to, to boardandbrush.com. Uh, you can, if you go to the uh, my list, you click on that. That'll take you to the Bluebell location. That's the one that I went to. But, I mean, they're they're throughout the year, these classes. How'd you do with the drill? Uh, I was okay. My cousin held the boards of wood together, and I just <laughs> drilled it. <laughs> I did have to have the guy that worked there come over and uh, fix a piece because one was uneven. So I guess I didn't do so well, Nick. All right, <laughs> all right next. You have to do a North Pole Express, right? You have to get on a train, take the kids, get pictures. Um, so I've wanted to do this forever. So I did the, I did one, you know, a couple of years in a row, and then last year I went out to Westchester. I did that one. Right. This is going to be a brand new one for me. I'm trying the North Pole Express on the Black River and Western Railroad. So it leaves out of Flemington, New Jersey, uh, and it's you know typical North Pole Express. You right. Get on the train. Is it done like the Polar Express, or is it just the North Pole? I think, okay, right. I think it's, yeah, I think they just can't call it the Polar Express. Okay, so yeah. I think it's done very. 
very similarly to that. But yes, Santa joins you, his elves, Mrs. Claus will be there. They have a bunch of different photo locations for you. They've got a Christmas tree, they've got Santa's sleigh. Annabelle is here. <laughs> and you can you can pick a VIP experience because sometimes these get crowded. So if you want, they will have a VIP table for you where it's um, just, I think it's a table of four or you can do a table of six and uh, they'll bring you, you know, your, your cookies or chocolate milk over to your table. Uh, and it, it's a little bit extra to do that. Uh, but it leaves at the Flemington train stations. It goes uh, from November 23rd. So it's already started. It goes through December 28th. Do right. you know how long the train ride itself lasts? You know what, Nick? Uh, I don't know exactly how long this it, one is. I know the other ones that we've done are about 30 minutes, 30 okay. or 45 minutes. Uh, you got to get some, at least that yeah. amount of time, or else, you know, if it just moves forward 50 feet and backs up, I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll freak well the F the, out. Go on the subway. Now get out, kid. <laughs> All right, up next. Knocking off some good ones so far, Kathy. Yeah, so this is sort of like a little small town community, but a lot of fun. Uh, the Gypsy Saloon Wonderland. It's a holiday Sunday fun day. So Gypsy Saloon is kind of known for their Sunday fun days throughout the year. Sunday fun days? Yeah, so they're in West Contra. Drinking on Sunday is what oh, I'm basically. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? That's okay. what it is. That's yes. what Sunday fun day is. That's yep. what Sunday fun day is. So this is just a holiday-themed Sunday fun day, huh. but what they do is uh, they add a tent in the back of their restaurant, and they put all kinds of activities for kids back there. So you can do a bunch of stuff with the kids. You can bring them. Well, you're uh, getting tanked I mean, inside. You well, no, but obviously the restaurant's open. You can have dinner, but they've teamed up with the Elmwood Park Zoo this year, and they're bringing mm. out live reindeer, so you can get photos with the reindeer. Now, if you do that at the zoo, you have to pay for it, but if you come to the Gypsy Saloon, it's free. Wow, yeah. okay. Yeah, so, um, and that is on December 15th. Okay, so coming up. Yeah, coming up uh, December 15th, 4 to 8 in the evening. Uh, and again, I- I've gone to it a couple of years in a row, and it- it's a lot of fun. She kind of has uh, it all decorated out front. You can take some pictures. In the back is is the tent with, you know, hot chocolate, cookies, activities for the kids to do. Okay, cool. Up <laughs> so this is like an old one that a lot of people know about, but I have never been to this. So, oh. so this will be something new for me. Nick, you know what it is, right? I love it, yeah. It's the Brandywine Christmas at the Brandywine River Museum of Art. Um, so basically, it's a huge model train display with Ooh. an array of both toy and scale model trains that Look, runs 2,000 feet on tracks. Now, I, I've, I've never been to this. I always go to the one at the Marissa Arboretum. It which... is so cool. I, I did it as a kid. I did it as a parent. Um, I've been, you know, my, my grandparents used to take me. Uh, it's so much fun. And they, they take an entire floor at the River Museum and they turn it into this village with uh, model trains going everywhere. I love model trains. I love the Morris Arboretum one, Kathy. Yeah. It, it's great. So how, are you going to do this one? Yeah. So I'm going to try right. this one. Um, and it's perfect because it's out um, near, it's not far from Longwood Gardens. And, huh. you know, everybody knows how great that is. So I think I'm going to try to do throw those both in one day while I'm out there. Um, but what's really cool about this is that you can just go and, and view it whenever you want. But they also have themed days. So they have like a pajama night. They have breakfast with trains. They have a relaxed stroller tour. So if you have young kids that are not necessarily going to get out of the stroller, you can do that. And then they have a sensory-friendly train morning uh, for kids who may want to go and and check it out. But it'll be, uh, you know, specifically geared towards them. So for this and for Longwood, if possible, uh, try to go during a weekday because the weekends get really packed. And And you'll want to die. Well, yeah. It just gets overly crowded at both of those locations. And because of, you know, how popular they are. But they're both, both worth it. Okay, press up next. Holiday it's two separate Dickens festivals. Okay, yeah, so I'm a massive Dickens fan. Right? I, I love the Dickens. <laughs> so My listen, goodness. there's one in Medford, New Jersey. 
Uh, I wasn't able to get too much information on it other than I reached out to them. But other than a lot of people who live in the area, go to it. So so All I right. think it's a, a pretty big activity, but it's on December 7th, 430 to 9. And basically, you just walk through the streets. They're all decorated. There's carolers, um, presentation, you know, live presentations. There's vendors along the street. You can get hot chocolate. Santa will be there. They usually have people dressed up as uh, characters from A Christmas Carol, usually? Right, exactly. Okay. It, that's exactly what it is. And then the next day on December 8th from 12 to 4 in Narberth, uh, the streets of downtown Narberth will transform into the 1840s London as Ebenezer Scrooge, Tiny <laughs> Tim, all the characters from A Christmas Carol will hey, roam the well, streets. that's where Bill West, <laughs> Bill West lives in Narberth. Yeah. Narberth. Oh, they call her Annabelle. <laughs> She's out of town this weekend. <laughs> Uh, it's so those be great. Those are two separate. <laughs> I get off. <laughs> Dickens festivals, one in Medford, New Jersey, and then one where you can go and see Bill Weston in Narberth. All right, <laughs> he's playing Tiny Tim. Yeah. Up God next, press. <laughs> All right, so listen, we only have two more. All right, okay. all right, all right. All right. This is another one. A small little town, but not so small in the activity. So it's Christmas in Wayne, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's an entire weekend that's filled with all this fantastic activity. So you can start your holiday shopping because all of the vendors there, all of the stores there will set up uh, tables outside of their store. And you can walk along North Wayne Avenue and East Lancaster Avenue. Everyone will be outside. Now, in addition to that, they'll have horse-drawn carriage rides. They'll have face painting for the kids, ornament decorating at the Radnor Firehouse. Uh, and then on Saturday, Santa will come down on a fire truck and he ends up at the Wayne Hotel where kids can get pictures with him. Same thing. It's it's free. You don't have to pay for anything here. And then on Sunday all of the stores actually decorate. They do their holiday decorations in the window mm. and so it's uh, it's sort of made All it up and everything? Yeah, it's uh-huh. tradition now where people walk down the street and will look at the uh, holiday decorations in all of the store windows. So that is an entire weekend and that will start on Friday, December 6th. So right after the camp out December 6th through December 8th on Sunday. Uh, all of these different activities in Wayne. This is something new for me. I have not been to it, um, but I will be out. So it's right after camp out? It's right after camp out. Because uh, Rodney Bird uh, volunteers with the Radnor Fire Company. I wonder if he's going to go from camp out to this. Yeah, so he does this every year. He's going to want to blow his brains out. (laughs) (laughs) He does do this every year, and I don't know if it follows camp out every year or not, Nick. God bless Rodney. Yeah. 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 All right, and the last one. The final. Can we get a drum roll? so many effects we can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to go see a light show, right? We talked about the one at the zoo. Oh. A light show! Oh. Wait, I wasn't. I wasn't. Oh, oh. sorry. <laughs> it's the Comcast Holiday Spectacular. Uh-huh. Have you guys been down to that? No, I've, I've heard it's yeah. great. Yeah, Nick so, has, yeah. So they do a whole visual display. Nick, you've seen it? I have. Uh, for a few years, it's great. They do a really good job with it. They used to give out hot chocolate. I don't know if they still do. They should, though. They're, you know what? They're changing some things up. It, they are going to have... They're starting on Thanksgiving morning, uh, and they are going to do... The Pennsylvania Ballet is going to do a performance. So they have the light show or the, the visual display, but they also have performances that will take place. Nick, I don't know about the hot chocolate, but I'll see if I can find out for you. It's so visually realistic. There are parts where there are people walking across these screens. It looks like there are people walking through... Through the upper floors of the Comcast lobby. It's really impressive. So it's a 15-minute show, and it runs every day from 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. And I don't know why. I guess it has something to do with people leaving for work, except for the 5 o'clock hour on weekdays. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's just one hour in the middle of the day that it's not going to run. Uh, the last show will be at 4 p.m. on New Year's Day. So it's an, an audiovisual 
right? Yep. Display, yep. yeah. I think it's because it's, it's right above the train station, Kath, so a lot of people are probably going in and out of that lobby to actually okay. get down to the train station below it. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, and Santa will be there on Saturdays and Sundays from 11 to 4. All of the activities are right in the lobby of the Comcast Center, which is 1701 uh, John F. Kennedy Boulevard. What a comprehensive list yeah. that you have, Kath. Yeah. It's good stuff. And really, that's really your, good uh, stuff. holiday activity So there, there are 10 activities you have on the list. 10 activities. And these are all new uh, from uh, the years past. Do yes. we have the archives of the, the years past? Yeah. You can check those out, too, because I'm sure some of those things are still available. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I was thinking that. Yeah, because there's, you know, if you're not, um, maybe you're, you have younger kids, you don't want to go to the Philadelphia Zoo. Elmwood Park Zoo also does a right. light experience. Say, maybe you don't even want to get them out of the car. You want to go to Shady Brook and do their drive through I was thinking that. The the older lists are still valid. Well, some of that not even there anymore. The uh, the oil refinery. I took that one off. Yeah, I took that one off. I, uh, I'll mention an activity in, oh, good. in my area on uh, Friday in Skipback Village is the uh, tree lighting ceremony. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. We don't go every year, but we have been a few times, and, and it's great, and everybody's outside, and Isn't when the it? lights go on, it's a big round of applause, and all the shops and stuff are open around there, so it's a, it's a great little village. There's lots of restaurants, and, and uh, yeah. it's really cool. Don't let the season pass. You know, we, we're ahead of it now, uh, yeah. enough now to get out and experience some of this stuff, because... Sometimes you don't take a take a pause to just enjoy what's going on, yeah. and you barrel through it, and you say, damn it, I missed everything. Don't let that happen this year. So there's also, and I, I'm so glad you did that, Press, because I wanted to recommend something as well. Uh, if you can get down to the shore, uh, Cape May has yes, some really, really, that. they have some really, really great um, things going on there, and if you can, um, they have a, like a horse-drawn carriage ride, so it, I think it can fit up to like eight people. And, you and know, Cape May is so pretty, period, is, let alone is, yeah. with the lights during the holidays. You put yeah. the lights up and everything like that, and it gets really, really Christmassy, and you should do that. And then on your way back, you can stop off in the Pine Barrens and cut your own tree down. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like 60, 70 bucks. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Or listen, if you got little kids, and I say this every year, Storybook Land in, in, yeah. in, uh, in New Jersey, and it's... I I'll forgot the story Just of outside Annabelle. of uh, that's a Atlantic good one. City. Yeah, yeah that it's, one was on a previous list too. It's great. Uh, I used to love taking our kids is it, there. Oh, I Christmas stories it. and things. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, yeah. it is for for the holidays. Yeah. And it's it's so lit up you can't even. It, it blows you away the the amount of decorations that they do there. So it's storybook it's very, very land. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, nice job, Kathy. Excellent work. That's all available at PrestonandSteve.com. and we will play the song one more time. Oh, uh, did you want to hit something first? No, or? I just wanted to say that. Just keep in mind that word of the week prize is all, um, you know, kind of uh, combined with the activity list, yes. and there's I have a short little video that we're going to put up with some of the prizes that you'll win this week. And this is actually not the only week. There's going to be another week before Christmas where we're going to give away a whole big pack. And I'm telling you, it's perfect. For, it, it, basically, I've gotten part of your holiday shopping done. Wow, for you. wonderful! So we give that away for World right. Prize, and it's a short week this week. So let's hit this one more time. Oh, the holiday activities list is here. You know Kathy's been thirsting, researching, and bursting to bring us some cheer. Oh, I can't wait to see what's on the list this year. Maybe put it a lot, cause no fun things for Kwanzaa, or even a mix of them both. Though that seems unlikely, it might be fun to see a rabbi in African clothes. African clothes. I have gone so far off track, it is I'm supposed to be telling of all of the fun things Kathy has this year. 
Kathy's Holiday Activities. Kathy's Holiday Activities. Kathy's Holiday Activities. List is here. It's official now. Yeah. Yeah. And that amazing song. He is absolutely the best. All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Bizarre File Stories. We're also going to have Senator Bob Casey on the show and the amazing Cecily Tynan 100th Thanksgiving Day Parade with 6ABC. Yeah. He's given us the details. That's another activity that's yep. got to be a part of your holiday list. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger beginning Monday, December 2nd at Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center Complex. If scheduling prevents you from attending in person, you can still make a difference. Stop by your local Acme throughout November and make a donation at the register. Just look for the Camp Out can when you go. Your donation goes towards foods that fill abundance needs most to help area families. Go to WMMR.com slash campout for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Uh, so it's no secret that when we do the Camp Out for Hunger, we do our best to bring as uh, many notable names out to the event to help out, you know, whether they be sports stars or television or uh Film, music, whatever it is. We're going to have live music performances and things like that. But we also have our elected officials who try to stimulate their constituency and help us out with that. Get the word out and get people out to uh, donate. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, we won't have an in-person visit from this next guest who's been there on many occasions. And we love it when he can But he wanted to call in and participate anyway, All leading right. up to it. Uh, so please welcome United States Senator Mr. Bob Casey. Hey. Hey. Senator, good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Hey, thanks for letting me call in. Yeah, no problem. So I guess you're going to be busy while we're, uh, or not in the area while we're going to be doing the Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah, on the road. Yeah, I understand. Uh, but you've, you've come out and you have seen firsthand in person the operation that we have set up there. And, uh, you know, it's uh, we, we, we try to employ, as much, uh, employ people with as much entertainment as we can. Do you have a good time when you come out? I do. And you, you guys, I'll tell you, I want to thank you for what you do, your whole team. It's remarkable. I've never seen anything like it, and certainly anywhere in Pennsylvania, and I would venture to say anywhere in the country. But I'm certain it's it's the the most significant drive I know of in the whole state, and that's saying something. Well, it's actually, believe it or not, it is the number one single-sponsored food drive in the country. And uh, so yep. uh, the, the, the amount taken in is phenomenal, but that's as a result of everybody. And we always say this. Uh, Senator, is that you're you're dealing with uh, obviously large corporate sponsors, but every bit is important are the people who get out and buy those ten dollar, twenty dollar bags of groceries and come by and drop that off. So as that concerted effort, um, you know, uh, unfolds, you're going to see everybody chipping in, and that's what I mean. Last year's numbers were huge. We never set an amount, but you know, we always hope for the best, and that's why again we we call upon you to to. Give us, uh, you know, the word and, and pass it along to as many people as you can to get people out to uh, to the camp out. No, we'll continue to do that. You know, it's strange that, that some people might think it's strange that the need is so great because, you know, some of the indicators in, on the business page seem pretty, pretty good. You know, the unemployment rate's been low for a number of years. Uh, the region, southeastern Pennsylvania, uh, including Philadelphia, have done real well. But the problem is, is that there's an, another side to that, and just a lot of people that are 
food insecure. Mm-hmm. It's not just a uh, southeastern Pennsylvania problem. Of course, it's all across the state. Small towns, rural areas, big cities, even suburban communities. One, more than one and a half million people in the state are food insecure. And in Philly, there was a, a study done um, by Hunger Free America back in 18. And they've still found that the number of people struggling against hunger in the city increased by 22% over the six years prior to the study. So It's a mind-blower. Yeah, yeah, lots of people need help. Yeah, and so, and when we talk about food insecurity, we're not, you know, some people think, okay, the people who just are completely starving and who have not eaten in a long time. No, we're, we're talking about, you know, in many cases, it's people who just can't, pull together enough or maybe are, you know, feeding their kids and can't feed themselves or having to skip paying an electric bill so that they can put some food on the table and juggling these things to become very precarious. And again, we've said many times it could be somebody who's your neighbor next door. You have no idea because people tend to, um, you know, hold this close to themselves and don't want the word to get out. And so here's Phil Abundance, which provides all this this food and and, and outreach to all these various food charities and uh, doing great work. So, uh, Whatever the reason for this bizarre situation that Philadelphia is getting impacted so much by this, we can make a difference through the Camp Out for Hunger and through other food charities. So, um, you know, hopefully with your uh, your participation and everybody else, we can make this another banner year. Well, Phil Abundance knows. Oh, Uh-oh. Well, I think we lost you, Senator. You there? Oh, oh you were breaking up there. Go ahead. Sorry. I said, I said Phil Abundance probably knows better than anybody that a lot of these folks are working. Yep. Yeah, they're they're trying to make ends meet and pay bills and working every day and sometimes more than one job. And they're they're food insecure and their kids are. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, Senator, you know, one of the things that we and I'm sure that you, uh, you know, being in the business that you're in and, and, and all the people that you meet and, and all of the uh, assistance that you see out there that's given, we're always blown away by the first people in line to come and help out are the people who needed help at one time or yes. another. Yeah. And that yep. generosity is just, I don't know if it's, just, I, I, I like to think it's everywhere, but we certainly see it here. And uh, and I'm sure you've seen plenty of that yourself. We have, and it's, it's just it's just a, a reality that the, the usual economic indicators don't tell the story. Mm-hmm. And, and unless, some, unless uh, efforts like you are undertaken, you're the work you're doing and the fill abundance, that gap will not be filled. Government alone can't do it. I mean, I fight every day on the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, which is part of the Farm Bill. Last year we got the Farm Bill done around this time of the year. The president signed it. As soon as he signed it, the depart- the administration started using administrative ways to undermine it. So we're litigating that now, litigating it through the regulatory process. But even even if SNAP and and uh, the WIC program for women, infants, and children, even if these programs are robustly funded, uh, you're going to have a gap. So what you're doing is um, has never been more important. Well, we appreciate it, sir. And we also appreciate you uh, getting in touch to help get the word out. And uh, we'll miss you. We wish we could, you know, strap you on one of our, our <laughs> games that we play or something like that. But we'll, we'll do it another yeah. year. This is exactly why he's out on the road this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but but. <laughs> We, we you guys should only have one one professional political comic a year, or so. Oh, yeah, understood, <laughs> yeah, yeah. understood. All right, well, thank you, Senator. We appreciate it, and uh, and have a great holiday. Okay. Thanks, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, yeah, you too, Senator Bob yeah. Casey, ladies and gentlemen. And he's uh, yep, he's seen it firsthand. So uh, there's a perfect success story. A guy who um, started with Chippendales, <laughs> and 
has <laughs> gone on gone to a, a robust political career. Washington, yeah. it's amazing that that can happen. All right, we need to do the bizarre file, and then we're going to welcome another guest to the studio. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. And this morning, it is brought to you by hers. Small has finally gotten its big break. Introducing hers, mini cheese puffs, mini cheese, mini, and much more munchable than ever. Hers forever good. Let's start with this. Uh, when a female driver sought to apologize, Kathy, you're going to love this. Okay. Sought to apologize for her role in a road rage confrontation. A Florida man responded by giving her a mouthful. Now that mouthful would be. A mouthful of food that he spat from his mouth into hers. Oh, Oh, dear God. (laughs) Investigators say that David Whipperman and the female victim were involved in a road trade incident. Following the confrontation, which is not further described in court filings, Whipperman exited his truck and approached the driver's side of the victim's Kia. The woman, cops say, rolled down her window and apologized to the defendant. Whipperman allegedly responded... By fit, spitting food that he had been chewing at the woman, the oh, food God. struck the victim in the face and entered her mouth, according to the report. <laughs> Whipperman then... Like al- a mother bird. Allegedly opened the victim's car door and began screaming at her while pointing a finger in her face. His menacing ended when a passerby interrupted the incident. Whipperman was arrested and charged with a pair of felonies, and he is being held at the county jail in lieu of $12,000. But luckily gone. for her, Preston, he was eating one of those hard-to-get Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Oh, wow. So, so she got was to a taste win. it. Yeah, she got nice. to taste it, yeah. It's actually a bonus in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, instead, of, instead of hitting a fake deer target in his backyard, an Aurora, Illinois man shot a hunting arrow across the street and landed in his neighbor's knee. Oof. Daniel uh, Smorshevsky was charged with reckless conduct after police received a 911 call from a man who had been shot with an arrow. The neighbor was outside painting the front of his home when he felt a sharp pain in his knee, and after looking down, he saw an arrow was sticking out of his leg. (laughs) Police began conducting an investigation and interviewed the man's neighbor. Mm, That wasn't there before. Uh, Smorshevsky, who told police he was in his backyard using a bow and arrow to practice shooting at a fake deer target. Uh, Smorshevsky told police that one of the arrows missed the target and he lost track of it. He said he packed up his bow and target and put them back in his garage before officers and paramedics responded. I'm sure this dude shot it. It took off to nowhere and he heard, ah! <laughs> and then he packed up all his stuff and oh, stashed it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh geez. Don't you wish there was video? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Uh, the neighbor was taken to an area hospital. He had non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, police are reminding residents that arrows can be a dangerous weapon and should not be used in a residential area. Uh, let's go with this one. I love this story as well. We're going to keep it short because right. we have another guest and we have other guests that are arriving shortly. A young woman looking for a police escort to Union Station because she was running late is the latest example of a ridiculous 911 call that's been highlighted by police. Uh, Peel Regional Police posted audio of the call on Twitter. The audio begins with the caller, uh, or the call taker saying, 911, do you need police, fire, or ambulance? The confused-sounding caller then tries to explain to her the dire predicament. She says, I'm supposed to have a trip to Union Station. It's supposed to show up for me this morning. It did not. And I don't know how you guys work with services in terms of that because I'm in a taxi right now, but it's not going to get me to the station on time for my train to board at 945. 
So then the emergency operator attempts to clarify the request, saying, okay, so I'm sorry, you're in a taxi cab, and you think you're going to be late for your train ride to Union Station. Yeah, the woman replies. The 911 operator then asks what the woman is expecting the police to do for her. She goes, do you guys offer emergency ride services or not? Like a police escort? That's what she wanted. (laughs) To which the call taker says, emergency ride service? She said, I I don't know how you guys operate. Uh, And uh, Oh, yeah, we do that all the time. Kind of trailed off. The 911 operator replies sternly saying, well, I can assure you we don't do that. On the plus side, the young woman knew enough to apologize to the 911 call taker before hanging up. Uh, cops released another audio clip in September of a man calling 911 from a restaurant asking for police to help after he was served a chicken sandwich with tomatoes on it. Uh, the caller apparently specified he didn't want the garnish because of food allergy and thought the police should get involved. It's wonderful how 911 is still an elusive concept to so many people. It is. It's amazing. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. So, coming up, dear friends, is the one. 100th 6ABC Thanksgiving Day wow. Parade. What a big deal this is. I went to the 99th last year, had a great time, and they're all set for a centennial celebration. So I was watching our next guest uh, and uh, Rick Williams doing the uh, the 100-year uh, history. It was yeah. a special they ran last, uh, last week. It was awesome. I didn't yep. realize so many things about the parade. It's amazing. It is. So ladies and gentlemen... Please welcome Cecily Tynan yeah. from 6ABC. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. How are you, Cecily? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks Be- for having me Before here. we get into the specifics of the parade, you brought a friend with I you this morning. I brought my puppy, Nala, and, and I, I brought her primarily to thank you guys. When she was missing for 44 hours, you let me get on the radio and give the word out. And also because if I leave her in the house, she's going to poop in the dining room, and I'm getting a little tired. Of Bring her here to poop. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. I have some bags. There and by go. the way, so Nala. Was next door, right? Yes, the whole time. <laughs> well, she was caught on a She was apparently dish? under a picnic table that was covered and couldn't get out. And that's, you know, the rescue groups who came. Yep. They're amazing. Delco Dogs, yeah. uh, Match Dog Rescue, a whole bunch of people came. And they said that usually they don't go far. And if, especially if you just have the dog, they don't know their name. What you do, you, you don't go yelling for them because it'll scare them away. Right, right. You grill. I was grilling at like four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. You get Kentucky Fried Chicken and put it all across your your um, yard. Yeah, and you get them back by scent. Well, they okay. stay so they stay close to did? the food yes. source. That's what yeah, they do. That's what we yeah. did. So. Yeah. So oh, she's cool. back. So thank you so she's much. She's a cutie. Look at the so, ears on her. She has big ears. Well, <laughs> oh I got gosh. her. I thought she'd like fit in a bag because I've never had a little dog. Right. And so I envisioned myself like Paris Hilton with a right. dog in a bag. <laughs> and she's really big now. Yeah, no. yeah. So I, now I'm like those New York City subway people with a really big bag. Yeah. <laughs> we we, had, we got Yorkies and when they were puppies like, ooh, though, maybe they'll stay this small. Yeah, yeah, we got the don't. little bags and everything. No, they outgrew Yeah, She was five pounds months. when we got her. She's 15 now. Oh, wow. So. She's Aww. a cutie though. And I'm so is. glad you got her back. Because Absolutely. She likes you guys. <laughs> is she going to be at the parade with you? Is that going to be too much? No, that's way too much. Yeah, I got to handle Rick Williams. I can't handle too. There's nice. no way. <laughs> and Ginger Z is going to be with yes, you guys? Yes, Ginger, who I think just got back from Africa. Wow. So she's going to be there. She we was have, at their parade. Yeah. <laughs> right? She has, we have Macy Gray, Aloe Back, um, Black, Car- Carson Cressley. Sorry, I'm not used to being up this early in the morning. <laughs> no, no, we know, we know. So, you know, and of course, Santa, Mrs. Claus. Like, that's the big thing. So, it, yeah, it's, I mean, 
it's going to be a fantastic parade. I love the parade. I've always loved the parade, and and uh, I, it's it's what I put on as I'm doing all my stuff Thursday in the morning, and it's uh, it, it's a great time. But again, that special is a real eye opener. It's about the history of the parade and how Santa used to climb up a ladder into mm-hmm. like the fourth or fifth story. It started as a gimbal's thing, I guess it was. Well, and wasn't it funny to see the the floats? The floats they were, were kind like, of rinky dink, like yeah. in, you know, back of a pickup truck. And, and now and- you have and the guy who is like Mister Float for the world, I guess, mm-hmm. designed the 100th anniversary. Float exactly. Hey, it's pretty. Yeah, it's, it's pretty spectacular. amazing. And then yeah. we, you know, we also have these stage productions, which are amazing. So you know, if you're thinking about going to what Shrek the Musical is yeah. going to be playing, that we'll have a little preview. And you know, it, it's it's top notch now. So let me yeah. ask you because there's word has come out that, that, like I know, up in the, the other parade, they're worried about <laughs> the uh, the wind situation. Uh, and I assume we share sort of yeah. the same wind corridor. Well, uh, what, what what are we looking? You know, at? it's funny because last week I was I was texting uh, the producer saying I'm a little concerned about the wind. We have a cold front moving through on Wednesday, right? But um, right now it looks like they may be below the threshold for pulling the balloons. Excellent, which is 20 miles an hour. So now it looks more like 12 to 18 Just so it's going to be close okay. but um and, and honestly, it doesn't look as cold as it was looking earlier in the week looks like low 40s good so and dry thank goodness that, that, that win-win all the way and around you were there. you were there last year Preston. I mean, last year was cold it was we had wind chills below zero I, the little dancing girls like with barely I any clothes know. i felt so bad for them me too my son was in the production so oh, that's, that's why right. i was there so he was up on the on the stairs the whole time, and I was like, "Oh my god, I hope he's gonna, you know, survive." But you know, you, you put your layers on, and you were good. But this year will be much. Yeah, better. it looks exactly. great. You know, and speaking oh, of man. the cold, if you want to escape it, we have this watch and win sweepstakes, and uh, we have what year supply of Dunkin' Coffee. We have ten tickets to the Eagles Dallas game, and also uh, grand prize. A vacation for six to Orlando with Ooh, airfare, wow. hotel, nice. everything included. So. How do you enter to win that? You watch the show, and then we ask you to text a number, and okay. then we, we announce the winners. I had so much fun last year. It was my first parade that I had been to, the Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Day Parade, and uh, I went right down front by where the grandstands are and everything because you know I had access because my son was in it. But it is what an operation. And what I found out, you know, while talking to your bosses, uh, about the parade, what I did not know is that there is a, you guys have an office over mm-hmm. at your mm-hmm. offices that year round, all they do, there's a group of people and they are the, they are the parade planners. It's their full time job. Well, and they're planning two year years, in, two oh, yeah. years in advance. Uh, well, the thing is that it was years ago that we almost lost the parade. I think, I, I think it was it when Gimbals went under or something. I'm, Gimbals I'm, I'm, went under. I watched the special. And, uh, yeah, Gimbals okay. went under. <laughs> and then they, they, they said to ABC, can you, would you, can you do this? And they said, well, we we're good at, Covering it, but actually running the parade is something we're not used to. So they they went all in, and the parade exists so, today because of six exactly. ABC. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, these people—they're the hardest working people in the, at the station. And Duncan, and, of course. So too. of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. and yeah, and they supply the coffee and the donuts. Too, yeah, yeah. So. There's also there's some behind the scenes stuff you're not aware of. Like the night before, there's a big party that happens. What? <laughs> yeah, everybody stays at the same oh, hotel. Yeah. They ha- I went to it. I'm like, damn, dude, you guys are putting this on. It's a big deal. This, this, you guys work or a group, you know, a big portion of you work all year round for this. And the night before, everybody gears up and they have a big holiday party. Do you know what's wild is that they're they're literally generations of families mm-hmm. that have been mm-hmm. out that had their same 
sort of spot on the, you know, and the, and you highlighted them yes. in this special. Can you see that I saw the special? Decade uh, after yeah, decade. Decade after decade. And it's so cool. The, uh, that, to me, is is the stamp on this event that makes it so wonderful. And the same thing with, say, the balloon handlers. I yeah. remember before I started hosting, I was covering it. And I so I would be out there at 4 o'clock in the morning, and there would be families Year after year, motorcycle groups, yeah. year after year, who volunteer. And they were like, oh, it wouldn't be Thanksgiving if we weren't there. And I really, this is my 16th year. And um, and I don't know what I would do. If I, <laughs> right? I would do. It's just it, so yes. much fun. Yeah. And, it, and what I like about it, too, is that it kicks off the holiday season. Yeah. And then, of course, the next week we have Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah, so. we're, getting, we're getting ready looks for cold, that. Looks cold, of course, I know. For that it, week. Which is fine by us. Yeah. It kind of it, it makes it really feel like it. It, it does. It's a impactful. wonderful you know, confluence of things. But you also have some some uh, some veterans returning to the, the broadcast booth this time around, right? Yes, yes. Dave Roberts, who... I, did I was looking? I was watching yeah. that special too. I mean, he started hosting back when we had Jim O'Brien. Yeah, and Lisa Thomas Laurie are oh, coming cool. back as well, which is fantastic. And they were talking He's... about when they started; it was basically just like a card table oh, yeah. outside <laughs> with electric blankets. Yeah, and, and they so... would they would stand up and just kind of look around to see what's coming down the parkway because they were wow. at the end of the parade route as opposed to where they are now. Yeah, you guys are now. So, so yeah, we're we're in front of the art museum, and I have to admit that. Rick and I are sheltered a bit, that yes. we have a little bit of a booth with plastic, which at last year Adam Joseph was angry because he and Alicia will be around with the Duncan fan cam, and they yeah. go and you know meet the visitors and hand out coffee, and he was freezing, and I was complaining it was cold. He's like, you're in a booth with heaters. Are you kidding me? You got to tell him to suck it up. And, uh, exactly. You know, there's a pecking order over there. So so Adam will be out, and Alicia and Karen. Alicia and she... Karen as well, okay. and Karen will be doing a lot of interviews on the parkway. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, you know, we have Minnie and Mickey. We have all the mascots for Philadelphia are coming. I, I hear Gritty may be there as well. Got to yes. yeah. so, so, yeah. it, It's a wonderful thing. It really is. Like, it's The whole thing is on every, every uh, you know, Thanksgiving morning at my house, and it, it wouldn't be Thanksgiving without it. A tip if you're going to go, try and find a, uh, when you're not in the shade, a spot that oh, is in the, you sun, get in the sun. Because <laughs> otherwise you are going to freeze. But otherwise, and, and it's looking like it's going to be partly cloudy, Maybe Thursday. Yeah, it looks so. dry. Yeah. I mean, partly cloudy to mostly sunny. Looks okay. pretty nice. Yeah, that'll be awesome. You can rock it. You, you get that. You get that sort of the warmth of being with family oh, and friends. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cliche. Yes, mm-hmm. you're warm. You know, bring warm. your hand warmers and stuff. Yeah. We've had we've had worse. We've had we've had parades where one of our guests who had a mustache or the. His nose was running, and it was freezing. Yep. It's a little icicle. Yeah, but you know what? That's holiday as well. <laughs> exactly. If he could have illuminated them, it would have been perfect. So what time What time does the broadcast start? Uh, it starts at 8.30. Okay. Yes. And if, if people want to get a good spot on the route, what do you... Oh, you come go there now. early. Yeah. Go there now. <laughs> yeah. Seven... 7.30 in the okay. morning. I mean, get okay. get out there early. And definitely. where does it... Uh, now, obviously, it, it comes by the the um, uh, the art museum. Do you know where uh, the route it where starts, it starts? And... 15th, 15th of Market. Okay. It, it begins. Okay. So. That's easy. You can definitely do it. Yeah. it it's, you it could, you could pick a spot along the route. You can definitely find If you want to see the performances, though, you got to be then, down. Then you yeah. want to be closer to the art museum. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Uh, and you're going to come out to the camp out next week? Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, we do we the camp to. out after dark. You and uh, you and Deuces. And I know Jim can't make it this year. I know. But we, I know. we saw him the other night. We... We got this little award at the broadcast, and Pioneers. so did Walter Perez, which is cool. Yeah, yes. he did. yeah, we were entered. We all congratulations got, got into the Hall of Fame broadcast pioneers. Cool. That is well, correct. Ask Walter to tell you about his second return trip to the podium. Uh-huh. Uh, he he got up into this wonderful speech and forgot to thank. 
Jim. Oh, was there. Oh. Well, he's sa- fired now. Sorry. <laughs> well, he sa- he saved yeah. it because after yeah. the next uh, presenter, the next recipient came up and gave their speech. <laughs> speech. Walter came up and he says, "I forgot one thing, <laughs> one little thing," and then he thanked Jim. And you know, Walter is just the nicest guy. Uh, yeah. Super nice, super yeah. nice guy. Yeah. Uh, so are you, uh, personally, anyhow, by the way, how do you do Thanksgiving after you are finished with that? You got people at home yeah, doing the cooking you know, my for brother, you? My brother and my sister-in-law and their kids are coming and they're going to the parade and he has a five-year-old and a one-year-old. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And I actually, yeah, I, I pay a woman to prepare everything and put the turkey in the oven. So we, I, we get home and the turkey's cooking and I just basically heat up the sides. And that's cooking to. for me. Yes. yes. And, yeah. And th- then this year... Um, you went to the Kathy Romano School of yeah. Yeah. That, is, that is totally cooking. That is yeah. definitely cooking. No, that's actually more because turning the dials on the thing is too much. So. I don't even put my oven on. And no. we're going to have to eat it all because our fridge broke yesterday. Oh, my So, like, the worst I week saw that of, of the yeah, year yeah. for that. So, so we're, we're going to have a major bloat because no leftovers in my house. Like, if it, you, don't leave the table till all the food's <laughs> oh gone. Right. God, here's some stuff <laughs> yourselves. Oh, wow. yeah. I can't um, wait. All right, cool. Well, listen, we'll chat more at the camp out, but Great. we'll, we'll uh, keep reminding people about the uh, the parade and uh, all the things. 100th year, man. Centennial. That's it's a, a big, big one. It is a big one. And one to be celebrated. Yep. All right, cool. What am I playing here, Casey? Uh, well, you know, the... The, uh... the closing theme. Of course. Oh, that's <laughs> closer to your world. You gotta have that. Uh, excellent. Well, good luck with everything. Hey, thank Cecily. you. Well, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Same to Thanks you. Thanks for having me on. Cecily, time, guys. This has been Action News. All right, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be back in just a second. A second, our buddy Dom Irera will be in the studio. Stay with us. Love Preston, Steve, and WMMR. Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So our next guest is doing a Wednesday night appearance and then a Friday and Saturday at Helium Comedy Club. We love it when he comes back home because he's one of our favorites to have in the studio. The one and only Mr. Dom Irera. Yeah. Thank you so much. Is nice. this thing on? Is it it is. You're all good. Yeah. Guys, how are you, ladies? Uh, Wonderful. Is, is, he, is he still kissing you? <laughs> are we kissing? I thought we were going to like say hi. You just walk right by me. No, no. Remember Craig Fitzsimmons was all over you? Oh, oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't like yeah. the way he was touching you. And in, in real life, he would never have a shot. <laughs> we, he hasn't been here in a while. Well, we were always on vacation when he, when comes, he comes in town. In? It's happened like the last two, three years. Yeah. yeah. So we haven't seen Fitz in a while. It's been a bit. Dom, my eye, uh, I think your eyes are opening up more. I think they are. Yeah. yeah. Because in the past you had said that, look, it felt like your eyes were closing up, but you look bright-eyed today. Well, and now also my, uh, I had Bell's palsy. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> my, <laughs> as my eyes Bell's opened, palsy my, was nice, my huh? face twisted. So Bell's palsy is a weird thing. My mother had it, I remember, for, for a... Go ahead and start off a comedy a show. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and then it it, it 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 has a weird sort of effect, and then it just sort of goes away. Is oh, that what happened with you? Well, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, the treatments or what? Does it just go away by itself? They give you some um, hormones, or right. I don't know what they give, but it was terrible. Well, and I, I finally went back on stage and I explained to the audience what it was, and I said, "Listen, you know, because of the two different yeah. places, I said if you want to see me smile, move to the right of the stage." <laughs> 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 you want to see me frown over there? You, you look good, that though. Is, you really do look good. You that know? is crazy, yeah. though, that, that that does that and that it can completely go away. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's really, I mean, it, and I went, I, was, you know, I don't usually smile in the mirror anyway, <laughs> but something was weird. So I looked at it and, oh, my God. And I was like. 
Anyway, yeah, and some of my other credits, I was in the uh, I was in the Golden Girls 30, 30 years ago. <laughs> I love that. But I mean, no, this is stuff. That, this is important credit. stuff to know. I mean, you know, like uh, sometimes you, when you wake up, yeah, how many times you, you know if you've slept on your arm or something and it feels dead or it, yeah, it yeah. freaks you out. Yeah. It especially freaks you out if you can't smile or all that stuff. So I'm I'm glad you're on the positive side of Thank that. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I was in a, a TV show. It was called uh, Family Medical Center years ago. And even at the audition, me and the casting director were starting to cry laughing. Yeah. Because they had, like, a light story, and then they had, like, a, like a child with leukemia or something. Heavy. Right. And my light story was I was a pizza guy, and I got carp- carpal syndrome for cutting too many pies. Right. right. So he said, let me give you this thing. And, and we're laughing. We got to, we could not stop <laughs> laughing. It was the stupidest thing. But anyway, he's, uh, I go back, and uh, he put this ball in my hand. And this is the line. Can you imagine trying to say this? Because he says you can't pe- you can't cut pizzas anymore, and my line was, "Hey, listen, man, I make the pizzas, I cut the pizzas." <laughs> That's it. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so that was the dream. So what was this show? It's called Family Medical Center. I don't think they let allow it on anymore. <laughs> they they don't time. allow it on anymore. Uh, well, that, it's it's good to have you back. It's like this this good to me to also you. feels like the holidays when yeah. we see Dom Irera because it's it's uh, and obviously you're coming back. You have family in the air, a lot of family and friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, and uh, I mean, at this point, you know, do, do, is there a big family get together? What's the size of the Irera gathering? Well, we're starting to have a little more room now at the table because uh, of people dying. <laughs> but other than that, okay. that's pretty big. Yeah, yeah. That's a positive. I, my birthday was last week and they said happy birthday. Happy birthday. One miss, one one less day to have fun with people. <laughs> I'm going to miss you guys. And everybody. <laughs> it's true. You know, Don Marrero was really a bummer the other day. <laughs> I just started talking about this. I don't know why he did that in family medical story. What the hell's wrong with it? About this poor guy with carpal tunnel syndrome Yo, I who cuts the pizzas. pizzas. I cut the pizzas. I cut the pie. You better believe it. Yeah. You, were on, hey, you were on two episodes of the Golden Girls there, Dom. I looked it up. Love you, interest? You looked what? it up. Uh-huh, yeah. What do you got time on your hands? Yeah, well, just now. Uh, the oh, produce thanks. clerk and the waiter. Uh, both in 1986. Well, those are the two roles that he played. Yeah, the episodes were called The Way We Met and Flu Attack. Oh, so really? There you go. You I, don't, I don't know if, if I did this on the show before talking about this, but this, this Hey Arnold, you know, you know this sure. how I have one? It's the most popular thing now that I've ever done. Hey Arnold like, is because the of the millennials. Because the millennials, they they grew up in that five years. Wow! And it's amazing. Like I, I just tested it one time at the Cleveland Comedy Club because they were saying like Seinfeld and uh, Big Lebowski and all this, and they, according, you know, the the audience is more younger than yeah. anything, and they didn't really uh, respond to those. And I so I'd say Hey Arnold, right? Boom! The whole place it, went it out. It blew up. Yeah, because you're on the the the, the, the series and then the movie. Right? Yeah. yeah, so... Well, they had a movie, like, I think we did three movies. What they did was they took old stuff and put it together. I was in Australia, and they go, uh, the, the, my agent said, you want to do this movie? I said, yeah, I love that that show. And that was it. I said, when do we have to to shoot? He goes, he goes you already did it. They took... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You already Just did took it. all the episodes that you did and... You, I heard your voice on, uh, oh, was it Bob's Burger? Yeah, yeah. You've done that. How many? Have you done a couple of those? I think I only did one. Do you love doing the animated stuff? Yeah, I like it, especially because it doesn't matter. You can, we can wear a wetsuit to work. <laughs> yeah. here, here's the thing. It's, so, it's the easiest thing in show business because you read it. Yeah. Then you read it again, and they'll like do a wild spot where they may, you can improvise, or the director will come in and just do, give you line readings. So if you really mess up, he'll just, you just mimic him. Right, and yeah. just, just repeat back. Uh, how, much, how much, 
you've so you've done a fair amount of animated stuff, right? Besides that, what else yeah. have you done? I did uh, back at the barnyard, which was pretty cool. My my goddaughter was living with me at the time, and she found this this thing, and it was like a, a trophy or anyway. She goes, "What's this?" She opens it up. It was a, an Emmy Award, t- t- daytime TV Emmy Award. Wow! I don't know. I didn't even know we got it. Wow! <laughs> you find out after glad. the fact. Yeah, that is that's cool. I also didn't know this, and I was just doing a little background check on you. And I might get two things. Um, the I don't know if we ever talked about this, but Hollywood Shuffle, which is one of the first independent movies yeah. that really caught some 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 steam to it. It was it was uh, Robert uh, Townsend, right? Robert, and he yeah. he financed it with his credit cards, and right. they, they uh, it Ke- was all true. Keenan yeah. Ivory, and you were an, you're an uncredited writer on that movie. I'm uncredited. Yeah, oh, as a writer, yeah, but I'm yeah. not as an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what but happened you, was we were over at Robert's house watching uh, Villanova play Georgetown in basketball. And he goes, I want to show you something. And he shows me something. Nothing was really together. Right. But they, they, you could see something funny happening. He says, well, you want to do something in it? I said, yeah, I want to play this gay guy who I went to college with. This Vinny the Binny, we call him. He's a great guy, but he had this laugh. Like, he would say something, and he'd go, <laughs> that was his laugh. Right? And he was just bigger than life. He became a, a, a hairdresser on Broadway. And I, I was going down to a reunion right. in Villanova. And uh, I said, Vinny, you want a beer? It's when we used to drink beers in the car, like six, in a six car, right. a 12 car ride. And I go, oh, do you want a beer? He goes, no thanks, but you have one. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, I've got to do that character someday. And I was uh, the writer in that. And, yeah, because uh, the, the movie, I remember when that came out, that was sort of the beginning of a lot of these really self financed, uh, like Robert Rodriguez did. Yeah. Uh, you know, a couple movies, all just like maxing out a credit card and paying for it to get done, and that started a lot of careers in motion. But that's 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 pretty cool. We didn't have a number. We didn't even have enough money to do two shots. Really, we would do a shot, and then they they do another. You know, it was like, can, you know, can we repeat this? Yeah. It's so wild because I, I follow you on Instagram as well, and uh, there are pictures that you post of like around that period, and uh, it, you know, over the course of the years that you've been involved with so many things, and and. Do you find now that a lot of people who are you know, like your relationship with Tosh, you, do, you know Daniel Tosh, yeah. um, you have these uh, these relationships that I think come back and and people are interested in you and they put you in things. Are you finding that happening more and more now? Like you're talking about with the with the animation stuff and all that stuff. Or are are you back on people's radar with that? Well, I was always I, I was always lucky with that yeah. kind of stuff. But I I quit auditioning about 15 years ago because I couldn't be like this big deal in Montreal. Yeah, and then come back here, and there's this diesel dyke eating a sandwich, reading the reading the sports page, and then occasionally looking up at me with the reading. And I thought, eh, I can't do it. I can't be that both. So I just said, the hell with auditioning, because I always hated it anyway. So it's, like, yeah. it's got to be a little demeaning. Yeah, we're we decided to go in another direction. You see the way your direction you're going. We're going the opposite way. <laughs> you, you're not in that direction. The effusive they were about like you know you were wonderful. Thank you. I'm thinking that's the far. I don't got a shot in hell of doing this. Right, right. Well, it's it, now crank anchors is is coming. I love that. Are you going to be a part of this? Uh, this I don't know. Refer- we we're talking about Jim Florentine. And right. He's you know he's great in that, but it, that's really hard to do because it's really hard not to laugh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do you get does your because he was talking about actually on this go around and as the show you know and even in the initial run got very popular uh, voices being recognized and you have oh. a very identifiable voice is that is would that be an issue for you as well you think 
No, because of the brilliance of my characters, <laughs> it drowns in the... Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I, I love that kind of stuff, you know, because I always loved the jerky boys. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Whatever happened to those guys? They broke up. The one is, is doing Family Guy, I think. Okay. The, the one that, with the New York ones. And the other one who does the Egyptian magician and all that, I think... He's the, he's out of it. The Jerky Boys used to used to be all over the place, and mm-hmm. uh, and then and then, and then gone. You know, so I love. I, I, we we quote them all the time. If they had any idea how famous they were amongst comedians, I don't. But I don't know. Like they they try to do a movie, and you can't duplicate that stuff. Yeah, that's right. They yeah. did a they did a it movie. It was dumb. Uh, I'm also in the on the Instagram thing. I noticed this. I think you've got this going on. You there are many pictures of you with attractive women hugging you. And um, I, I, what would you now? Do you have a disarming quality? You think that gets? I think you are. Sometimes you see guys. Well, first of all, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> you see, there's a lot of attractive women <laughs> hugging you in your Instagram pictures, and and um, you know, w- w- have you always been good with women, or do they just? W- what do you think the dynamic is there? If you could explain it. Well, one of the things about me that I love is I'm so down to earth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of the really magnificent. Uh, you're down to earth, and you love that about yeah. yourself. Uh, yeah, we're well, looking. I, I have compassion for the little people, that, <laughs> you know, the, the middle acts in life who struggle for food. You know, right, right, right. <laughs> oh, and God. and so you you take pity on them. Yeah, and you take the pictures with them. Yeah. That's <laughs> literally beneath you at that point. Yeah, little. Physically. Yeah. Where do you live? Where do you live in Hollywood? Up in the hills, you do. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the beginning of the hills, which is perfect because I still am humbled by the. <laughs> yeah, flies you, you, you still have something yeah. to get to. The top. mansion. Have the fires touched you? Uh, your area at all? Because it well, seems... you know, we could see like smoke and yeah, uh, but it wasn't wasn't as bad as it's been as it's been. But it's crazy. I mean. You guys have, you know, like cold front, and it's not that serious here. I mean, we have de- we don't have a, a flood; we have a deluge. Everything's biblical proportion. You mm-hmm. know? I've so you know times that I've been out there, and, and again lived out there briefly many years ago. But yeah, when when it rains, it rains like nobody's yeah. business because everything is so dry. The, those flash floods are are uh, are really uh, horrific. So well, last year, uh, Tosh asked me to do this benefit for him. I never stopped giving, you know me. But I get from giving. That's the thing that makes me so right. wonderful. Anyway, Daniel's house was burned down the day we had one of, had to do one of these things. And he's on stage and he's getting laughs. And I'm thinking, what a, what a crazy world. And yeah. Here he is, like a, a packed house, getting doing some nice thing. For ch- and his house burned down. Jeez. Yeah. Like, Were you involved in that? It was uh, Todd, right? Uh, Was involved with the the charity thing, Todd Glass. Um, Did you do? Is that the same thing with Tosh? Where all the proceeds go to whatever charity you choose, or was this something different? I don't know. I I don't even ask. You know what I do when a friend calls? I go. You just go. (laughs) You do it. I give and I give. I think that's why women love you, man. It's not just women. It's gay men, (laughs) horses, horses. It's just that natural, that glow that you yeah. have. Mm. So, I, I mean, a week from today is our big food drive that we do every single year. And Tosh uh, was doing a benefit, and he had a, um, a whole bunch of charities that uh, all the proceeds went to. And one of them was, it, or is, I should say, uh, our Camp Out for Hunger food drive, which um, we're like, well, how did this get on his radar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty wild. Well, it's yeah. because of Todd Glass. because of Todd Glass, Which yeah. was very, very cool to do that, yeah. Todd Glass is gay now, right? Yes, he is. He's gay now. He's gay. He told yes. me not to bring it up. <laughs> hey, we got a credit in his book for, I think we were the, after Mark Marin, we were the second show he 
He appeared on uh, yeah. after coming out, so we got wow. second status in the book. Marin is a character, and you know, like he said to me one time, I had this podcast. Gee, a comedian with a podcast who talks to other comedians <laughs> that's a novel idea, isn't it? Though, <laughs> uh, you know, he said to me, uh, I said, Mark, thanks for doing the show. I know you're busy now. And he goes, Don, I'd do anything for you. He says, When I was, uh, on, I was half dead, he was doing so much coke. He says, you were nice to me. I said, well, you're supposed to be nice. It's not that big a deal. Right. But, he, you know, people remember that kind of stuff. You know? uh, he does, certainly. And his career, we just had him in recently. And, and um, you know, I mean, he just he just worked with uh, uh, De Niro in the Joker film. And, you know, this stuff is it, it's, it's pretty wild from, I mean, I guess years ago, he could scarcely imagine that that would be the case right now, you know. Yeah. And, and But it, you talk about the podcast, and we've talked about it many times, and comedians come in. And it really becomes this incestuous thing where there one comedian yeah. does one show and so on and so forth. But the ones who got on it early are still the ones that do the best, like Mark Maron and, and uh, um, Rogan. Rogan, yeah. yeah. I was over, over Rogan's house. The first time I did it, I did it at his house. And we were going to shoot pool. We shot a lot of pool together. I can't talk. And uh, I thought to myself, and Joe says, Dom, there's some kind of movement. I can't explain it to you, but I could feel something happening. You know, who knows it would have exploded like that, but it did. It was amazing. The, the podcast stuff? Yeah. I yeah. Go to Australia, there's like 20 19-year-old boys in the front all heard me on Joe's podcast. Huh. You know. Rogan does such an eclectic, um, you know, Rogan does what what fascinates him. And, yeah. and you know, and and that's, yeah. so if if you are aligned with his deal, he's always been really cool with us. He's, you know, and, and, and supportive, um, you know, he's, he, uh, his approach, but... It, and it's it's interesting because you like what the guy likes. He, he sort of curates stuff, and and people people love it. So, yeah. but he's he's doing it right because he gets people on who legitimately fascinate him. Yeah, yeah he's like a blue blue collar philosopher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a good way. To he's put got it. some good insight. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask him about you being in town. Obviously, you're doing <clears throat> Wednesday night at Healing. Just one show, eight o'clock, and then doing Friday, Saturday, taking Thursday off for for Thanksgiving. What's uh, as far as being in town and and the holidays and all that stuff. What's your what's your take on um, uh, like Christmas starting so early these days? And people, I don't know how it is on the West Coast, but the decorating and all I that think stuff. It's a little ridiculous, to, you know. Once the pumpkins are gone, then <laughs> yeah, Christmas, it's like the, it's been it's happening money making, you know, really well, quick. The Thanksgiving sort of gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah, uh, but uh, that's my favorite holiday, so I feel kind of bad about it. I was I was watching the news last night, and they had uh, these Native Americans who. Or they called it National Day of Mourning or something. So <laughs> right. no matter what we do in life, we're hurting somebody. We're hurting somebody. Yeah, you know. Have you ever played a mall Santa? I, wonder, <laughs> I think that a would be Santa. you as a mall Santa oh, would be a that'd be wonderful. Awesome. <laughs> Come on, you shut up, you little bastard! <laughs> Get this kid away from me. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be a sensational. Uh, who's who's hosting the meal on uh, Thursday? Where are you going? Uh, Do you know cousin, My cousin Lauren. Okay, is she usually the one? No, no. We're they're dropping off like flies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so our, our two best cooks are gone. Oh, oh that's too bad. Oh. I know. Oh. Is drinking involved on uh, Thanksgiving Day for you? Drinking is involved in everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I drink more now. I'm proud to say than any other time in my life. Wow. There you go. Okay. You're gonna finish strong. <laughs> and you know, now I'm getting used to it. I don't get as bad a hangover, so it's even better. Wow. So, really? I've, the hangovers get worse as I get older. Well, you know. I had heard, though, they, that they get worse and then they it's a get better. It's yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> you have a breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You hit that point. Yeah. Uh, do you, so, and do you lapse right into uh, into football? Right? right? I mean, uh, yeah. that's uh, the big football, thing. Football is what I love. The pros, the bet on, the importance of every game, 16 games. 
You know how cool, and then the fun, and then the uh, playoffs, and then the Super Bowl, CD. baseball. You could lose ten games in a row. All right, guys, we lost ten games. We got one hundred forty-seven games left. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's get it on. You know, it, it, do you it, do it, online betting or anything like that, or just with friends? Or yeah, I just have a friend who does. Uh, Is a bookie. But now you can gamble legally. I yeah. don't even know why they bother. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get that because, like, sp- legitimate sports gambling is huge. Yeah, but the thing is, with legit sports gambling, you actually have to have the money. Uh, with bookies, you don't. <laughs> yeah, that's when it gets uh, hairy. Yeah. yeah. But their, ma- their means of exacting payment is a little different, mm-hmm. right? Uh, did you, are you, the Eagles, I, you know, I, I assume you're yeah. uh, a, a, a big fan. Are, are, well, I'm a, a, band, a band, I'm a fan of the people I bet on more than anything else. I okay. Mean, I'll bet on the Cowboys, I'll bet on the, I don't give a, it doesn't matter to me that I'm from Philly. Yeah. So, okay. So, they don't care about me. You think they're in the huddle going, I wonder how Dom is doing. <laughs> <laughs> so the loyalty is where the betting is. Yeah. I, I respect that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a, an Eagles fan. Yeah. But, you know, I, does, does, thought, does it does it so it doesn't kill you when you get a, a loss like nah, yesterday? A lot of Philly fans I had a bad day. You you let that give you a bad day and all the bad stuff in life. Today. Right, right. It's, I I don't care that much. I I, I love Philadelphia, but it's you know, I love Skippy Denenberg. This guy's a musician, a friend of mine. He says uh, he, I love when they say obvious stuff. He goes, why why do they let those guys behind them? Like, you know, those receivers get behind them. I said, they don't let them. The guys have, are, like, world-class athletes. Yeah. They get behind them because they run faster. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They let them. Oh, come on, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It is uh, it is the sport, I think, that lends itself the most to uh, armchair quarterbacks and, and armchair athletes. Did you see the, the beating that guy was getting with the, his, the, his helmet? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Now, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was, I mean, that's not funny, too. I think they should have one play. <laughs> where they all take off their helmets, and you have to hit the guy in the head. <laughs> you miss his head, you got to... I is... was just surprised we hadn't seen it sooner, to tell you yeah. the truth. Beating uh, with the helmet? Yeah. It used to be the other way around, where they said, you know, the guy would take off his helmet to fight, and mm-hmm. how stupid is that? Your your helmet's protecting you. But remember, you go, why is he taking his helmet? But this, to beat the... And that quarterback, he really looked like he was out on his feet for a second. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And then you also saw, so Pouncey, who is, uh, I believe, the center, the offensive lineman, starts throwing punches at Garrett... In his face. He's wearing a helmet. Yeah. You know, so that sort of... But, like, you see it in baseball all the time. When when a batter gets hit with a pitch on purpose, he runs at the pitcher. The pitcher will throw his glove at him. The batter will throw his yeah. uh, his helmet <laughs> at, the, at the pitcher. You know, you're using... How about when they got desperate at, at the end of the... Like, last week when they tried every means to not get him suspended mm-hmm. indef- indefinitely. And, they, and he said it was racial slurs. Now, first of all, let me tell you something. Did you see the guys that were surrounding him? Right. Big... Big black guys, muscular, fat, like dirty, like he's going to start now to start calling them names. I don't think that's going to happen. You know? Right, right. I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's hilarious though when you're in, in these sports like with hockey and football where they are inherently physically and violent. Mm-hmm. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa! Stop fighting. You yeah. know, you're, 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 this it, violence is okay. <laughs> this get violence back, is get not back okay. To the sanctioned <laughs> violence and not this violence. Yeah. Well, I mean, all they're trained, they're trained to hit. Yeah. And uh, that's why when they go home and, they, and unfortunately the guys like smack their wife or something, why is anybody surprised? That's yeah. all they do. There's, they're, they're sort of primed for that. Yeah, I was angry at the guy's wife. I went over there. <laughs> <laughs> Even you did that. Yes, for no reason. <laughs> so then that stands the reason you just go home and make people laugh all day long, right? Oh, man. That's what you're trained to do. A lot of my friends said, what would you do if you couldn't do stand-up? 
And the thing is, the, one thing I loved was teaching. I taught fourth yeah. grade for three years. Yeah. That was fun because I loved the kids, but I hated getting up. Yeah. Uh, getting up early. I missed Monday night football at the end. But now, I can't believe it lasted this long. And it's just so much fun, especially when you have nothing. People go, why don't you do a special? Rogan, I was on his show. He goes, you got, he said, I've seen your material lately. You got a new special. I said, I don't want to do one. I said, well, first of all, specials aren't even special because everybody has one. I want to be the guy. Hey, he, he had all that material. He still didn't do a special. You want to be that guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I have enough money. I have enough, not to be a jerk, but yeah. I love it, you know. Yeah. I love the fact that you can make people laugh and get paid for it. Yeah. You're a giver. It's beautiful. Here we go, right back to the big circle. <laughs> and you know what else I like about myself, and not because it's me? Whenever you do something, we go, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, well, listen, Dom is in town to play at Helium Comedy Club. There's one show Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, and then uh, Friday, 7.30 and 10, and Saturday, 7.30 and 10 as well. And wouldn't be the holidays if Dom Irrera wasn't it in town. It would not, no. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Always fun to be on this show. I appreciate it. Wonderful to see you, sir. Dom Irrera, yeah. guys, in your team. Tickets at heliumcomedy.com. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So our next guest, uh, you may have seen in uh, many things, including uh, Madam Secretary and 24, maybe the Free Willy movies, uh-huh. House of Cards. But she's in to promote a, a new NBC drama called Bluff City Law, where she will star as Della Bedford. Please welcome Jane Atkinson yeah. to our show. How you doing, Jane? I'm great. Wonderful to be here. Welcome to Philadelphia. I should say welcome back. You were in the village. I was. So you filmed in this area yes, before with Mr. Shyamalan. Here. Yep. M. Nice. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. That's right. <laughs> That's actually what we called him. <laughs> in the beginning, mm-hmm. when he, when uh, Six Sense first burst on the scene, we uh, we sent Casey down to one. Uh, maybe what? I it was that one. It was, uh, yeah. I village? think it was. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Mine was, or maybe was for signs. Okay, signs. Yeah. We sent him down as his uh, long lost cousin, uh. Ding dong, Shyamalan. Ding, ding, ding dong, Shyamalan. <laughs> with a clipboard and tried to get him on set. Yeah. Now we're friends with him, though, so yeah, it's well. okay. Well, I'm glad that uh, we share that in common. Yeah. No. It's cool. Wonderful uh, is... director, by the way. I don't mean to show um, not respect him, but that's fun to say. No, he's great, and he knows he's probably the first to laugh at it too exactly. because he's uh, he's got that that he's got his new show on uh, Apple Plus now, yep. The Servant, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, you've done a lot of work in, as you said, multiple shows, but you got this this show, Bluff City Law. Bluff City Law. Right. Right, which is cool. So Jimmy Smith uh, returns to uh, the the legal realm, yeah. L.A. law. We had Harry Hamlin in a little while ago. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he he uh, he does well in these kind of things. But explain basically the concept of Bluff City Law. You have a law firm head up by Elijah Strait um, that basically they're sort of the David and Goliath scenario where they take on cases where you can see um, the misuse of money and power. Right. And he uh, loses his wife um, suddenly and his daughter, who is also a lawyer, is working for the other side um, because he has fallen very quickly um, and hard off a pedestal that she had him on and that he is on in the community. Right. 
and she comes back to the fold. He asks her to come back, and you have a host of uh, other lawyers, of which I am one. I'm a trust uh, and a state attorney. And so for me, when we're talking about the show, you're talking about redemption and forgiveness, love, family, and also that fight where the courtroom is the last bastion of where what can happen and justice can be served is seen. We, we've, we've talked about this uh, many times and we've had people in on, on various, various moves. One of my favorite movies of all time is The Verdict, uh, exactly. David Mamet. And that's sort of one of our prototypes for our show. Right. And, and it just, there's something about that, that drama that it's right there. It's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's 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 a stage, is what it is. Exactly, and, and then you'll see if you look at everybody's resumes, a lot of us are stage actors. Yes, that's where that's our home. That's where we came from. And it's so it, it it sort of when you do that in a lot of these cases, I know in the verdict when uh, when uh, Newman delivers his, his summation there, who I worked with too on Broadway. Oh, oh wow, sensational! I, he it was one it was they did it in one straight take. Yeah. Um, is that something you do on the uh, you know on the set as well? Because I mean, honestly, it, it, that it lends itself to it. You exactly. Know? You know, when we first shot the pilot, Caitlin came in um, with her closing arguments, and she had she came to the reading. We did the read through for the network. You you wouldn't believe you couldn't hear a pin drop. And every time Caitlin delivered her um, f- her um, final you know to the jury. Yeah. The extras who were there in the courthouse clapped <laughs> every single time. That's got to be cool. It was so cool because it is like theater. Yeah. And she was just wonderful. Jimmy, you know, they just, everybody is just so wonderful. Janie, ever sat on a jury before? No. 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 Okay. I, I just, I became an American citizen actually uh, after 9 11. I was born in England. My parents are English. They're citizens now. Okay. And uh, you moved to, family moved to Florida, correct? Excuse me. Were you, did you move to Florida when you came to the states, or no? Yeah, we yeah. grew up. I grew up in Florida. Right, right. And um, so I've been only asked to serve on a jury once, and um, which I don't really understand. But I couldn't do it this time because I was doing Bluff City Law. Okay, okay. all right. I was just curious what you know, uh, acting and and portraying what goes on and actually being there. I would imagine it's a couple of different things. I've, I've we, been we've in all a court on... with tickets with a very interesting judge. <laughs> with tickets? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you notice there's never... Tra- well, except for sitcoms, traffic court is seldom uh, yeah, the, the subject of... <laughs> but I'll tell you what, it's hilarious. <laughs> it is. It's hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Now, but it, the interesting part about it is that is at some point you have to weigh in and make your decision. Yeah. And I've sat on a couple of civil cases and wow. at the after absorbing several days of information and then we all have to uh, agree on something and I remember the last one I was on we were all putting in our verdicts and uh, I was like wait you mean everybody doesn't agree with me on this you are, are, are you sure cuz I'm sure and uh it can get very very interesting My mom-in-law was on a jury mm. it was a murder case and she turned the entire room around. She was the only one who was not willing to convict the person. Wow. And she's just a toughie. And she sat there and said, we don't have, you know, with where I am not beyond a doubt. And she turned everybody well, that's, around. That's, that's amazing. Like 12, 12 Angry Men is basically exactly. that. So there's one one guy who says, no, no I don't yeah. think so. And, and, and has to work the others 
But that's that's the system. It's yeah. pretty wild that she had the uh, the the force of uh, that, uh, will. That's, yeah, that's my mom. Uh, well, speaking of, of court cases and Broadway, I went and saw To Kill a Mockingbird on, on Broadway yesterday with Ed Harris. And um, uh, not that your job in television is easy, but to do any performance ever on Broadway, I was so incredibly impressed. The amount of dialogue that's in that to begin with is, is remarkable. Um, can you compare and contrast a little bit about what is, what's like doing a show like like um, you're doing on, on TV now versus doing Broadway? Well, in terms of acting, uh, I think that the people who have had, uh, you know, been on, on stage... They they bring a lot to the party. So you get a monologue and you will lean into that and you'll know where it is from start to finish. But when you're doing a TV show, you have four four takes. Yeah. And that's it. And then it's gone. Whereas you rehearse a play, you preview a play, you run a play, and those words just go deep, deep, deep inside of you mm. in a way that you just, it's much more difficult to get to. But if you're a veteran like me, you get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, your first, was your first Broadway experience, you are doing Arthur Miller yes. uh, uh, with All, all My, my sons. sons. Yeah. With Richard Kiley and Jamie Sheridan. And when I found out we were going to Broadway, I almost threw up. <laughs> because it was a dream. I think it's most actors, uh, that's where when you make it to Broadway, you, you know, if I can make it there, I can make it anywhere. Um, but, uh, you know, and the difference between doing a play and doing a TV series is that that's yours. You step on that stage and you go. You know, if something goes wrong, you just keep going. Whereas when you're doing, a, you know, when you're doing a TV series, there's the lights, there's the sound, there's everything. It's sort of like here. Yeah. In a sense, you got to step on here and just keep going. Right. Right. Um, but more people are in charge of what happens. And then there's the editing room and they you have a delicious line you said and they cut it out. But they can't do that when you're on stage. It's, it's more a direct. And I also. And by the way, Dakin from To Kill a Mockingbird. As plays my father on House of Cards. No kidding. I mean, not House of Cards. Uh, Bluff City Law. <laughs> but he was he was in House of Cards. He was in House of Cards. Yeah. But he just he plays my father on Bluff City Law. And the scene that we have two episodes ago, where I basically tell him that if he chooses to take my son out of the position that he's in, I'm going to ruin his life. The two of us working, it was heaven. And I and it's heaven working with Jimmy and it's it's heaven working with all the actors but this but the but you feel that gravitas you feel that you know deepening right there you're right there well it, watching Ed Harris on stage yesterday oh it was remarkable and yeah. and um I can get cynical and I can get jaded to performances and and television but watching that yesterday not to make this about to kill a mockingbird because we're going to talk about Bluff City Law but it just to see acting at its finest is really impressive but you see the thing that I love about to kill a mockingbird and Bluff City <clears throat> Law is you're watching something happen that you want to see happen. You want justice. You want the right things done. And that's what I love about Bluff City Law. I think it's a show perfect for the times we're in. And before I came to Bluff City Law, I was doing a one-woman show in Washington about Governor Ann Richards. Yeah. Written by Holland Taylor. And uh, I base uh, Della a lot on Governor Ann Richards. So I, I like, I think that for me, that as an actress... That crossover at this time in my life is fabulous. So from television and film, and obviously Preston mentioned the Free Willy films, yes. which which are certainly, to many people, are, are you know, a b- big, great nostalgic memories. Uh, the, the first one, the first one was was uh, uh, kind of a, 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 it wasn't anticipated to be a, b- a big hit. It became a big hit. It and, did. and it did. And, and then thus you got the, the second one. You were, uh, what was it, uh, Michael Madsen was your... Michael Madsen was my uh, husband. Your husband. 
Uh, and Had he's... just done Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> Slightly different show. <laughs> Poor man. He was like, if I have to see one more kid or whale, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> no, he was. this was very hard for him. He wanted to do a feel-good movie, and he was just... Uh, I want... Because he's... <laughs> Michael Madsen impresses me as he lives in a Tarantino world, so the whole notion of him helping uh, an orca escape confinement <laughs> seemed... That's why they did it, though. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, why, yeah. And he did it, too, because, again, you know, he just wanted to do something that was feel good. But, man, he was having a tough time. When you're, when you're, tra- <laughs> when you're doing stuff as intense, you're doing things, you know, like uh, that predated House of Cards and so on and so forth. But you've done, you, you did Arthur Miller stuff, you know, and you, you approach something like that. Are you, you taking it on to challenge yourself or you're taking it on, um, you know... Uh, for the, you know, what, what, what prompts you to take a free willy, you know, when you're doing stuff like that? Well, mortgage honestly, payment. Yeah. What? A mortgage, mortgage payment. payment. <laughs> no, when I did free willy, I was a, I was not married, didn't have kids. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was just out of school. I read that script. I looked up in the sky and said, I want to be in this movie. I love, um, love free willy. And what's interesting is now the 30, 28, 29, 30-year-olds are grown up. And when they see me, yeah. they say, free willy. Which <laughs> I, you know, I I think that's fantastic. Well, the movie means a lot it for a lot of people. Lot. Yeah, well, I watched again, it. Yeah. you can sort of see if we go free willy to Bluff City Law, if we just skip over all the dark stuff I did, <laughs> you know, because Criminal Minds, House of Cards. Sure, I mean, it's really 24. Dark. 24, which I loved. I'm very proud of that. But the Free Willy movie was one of those moments in my life where I, I, I read that script, I cried, and I thought, I have to be part of something that is so yeah. hopeful right. for the kid and for the whale. Yeah. And here we are all the way back, all the way forward, and we have a gal like Greta who comes on the scene and says, shame on you. And to me, she's sort of a Free Willy kind of gal. You yeah, know? Yeah. She's watching what, what, she's showing us what, we can be what we should be, what we should do. And that's what I love about Bluff City Law. That's very cool. So, And Jimmy Smith has always <laughs> impressed me. We're watching a scene from Free Willy right now. And, oh, my <laughs> God, look at my hair. Yeah. It was a little frizzy. <laughs> yeah. But no, you that remember? was the curly It was long, the style. Yeah. It was the style. <laughs> you you were by the sea all the time. All the time. Yeah. No, I had to curl that. I had to curl that hair. Oh, you Everyone did? had that hair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. People were very envious of my hair. and that, I love that look. So, uh, so um, I love that movie so much. With with that, and you did obviously twenty four, and you talk about House of Cards, and and uh, um, that was a weird dynamic. Obviously, Robin White, right, and Kevin Spacey, and yep. all that stuff that went down um, on that show. That House of Cards was one of the first ones to pop in the streaming realm. When you changed the landscape, it, of it did change the yeah. landscape because that really did. and Orange is the New Black were the two shows that yep. jumped to the forefront. Yep. When you were doing it, were you were you thinking, okay, what is this new venture? Is this just, or I'm going to go into this acting job and it's like any other acting oh, job? No, I well, knew it was a hit. You oh you did oh, the okay. Minute, the minute we sat down, Kevin had just finished doing Richard the Third, right. He was primed at the pump. He started that director dress in the room. Everybody got chills. And I thought, this is this is an amazing show. This will be an amazing show for television. And it did. I was doing Criminal Minds at the time. So I was going back and forth. And I went onto the set of Criminal Minds. And everybody was abuzz about how the show got shot. Wow. And it was showing what we could do with television. You've seen since then. And I think uh, The Sopranos did the same thing in terms of what television could do. But... 
this binge watching the whole thing that you could just and the direct address yeah. and the way that Fincher shot it it was gorgeous. So and and I'm trying to remember it it, it they they release the entire uh, in seasons one, in one shot. Yeah. I remember and it's funny because you look back on on advances and in, in, te- in technology and pretty much anything when Orange is the New Black first came out we were like wait. I can watch the whole thing. Right, right. It, like, it was that's never. That's and just everybody. Weird. And the question we would get is: so, do you watch the whole thing, or do how do you watch? <laughs> right. Yeah, it so became it like changed. You, it yeah. changed everything. Viewing and, habits, and, uh, viewing habits, and also quality. Yeah, you know. The quality. You were watching a movie every time you watched an episode. Also the quantity. Because now, the quantity. now there are so many options. Oh, my God. Exactly. It's a little exhausting, it to be honest. Exhausting. Well, yeah. it, it, uh, I, had, I was describing two two moments uh, to Nick Murphy, who does our video here, over, over this weekend where I watched two shows, two television shows. Oh, wow. Jaw-dropping. I don't know if you are watching The Watchmen on HBO. Not yet, But it's, no. it is sensational. And this episode just last night was one of those, I cannot believe what I'm watching. And then The Mandalorian, which is the uh, Disney Plus, this had a, it's, it's sci-fi done mm-hmm. in the style of Gary Cooper Western. And there's such a hybrid thing going on there that's amazing. And when you watch, television used to be actors- at theater actors didn't want to do TV and 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 well and, you couldn't there was crossover when I was growing up you either did when I was growing up it sounds so old <laughs> when I came into the business uh, it was right before there was a shift there was a firewall if you did movies you did movies if you did television you did television if you did theater You'd be maybe up. you just did that and if you did soap you never did anything right <laughs> right and so that started changing when I came into the business so for the actor of today and age are we in the greatest time possibly because of all the all the work that's available. I think so, yes, and it just depends how old you are. Yeah. Okay. You know, and, and I do think there's tremendous opportunities. And to tell you the truth, the shift that's happened uh, is also that a lot of movie stars have moved into television. Yeah. So what used to be my playground, I'm sort of over, I, I'm, I, I have to get on the slide to get back into their playground because they've kind of come in and they're doing television. Right. Holly Berry's doing television. Movie stars are doing television because the quality is so good. Yeah. So having this role on Bluff City Law for me is just uh, an amazing gift to me because it just it's just harder to get in now when you have those A-listers coming and doing television. Well, it's funny because as you and I now there are you know we we have all this stuff, but the the, the networks still have it going on. And uh, you can still see, you know, good, riveting shows. Uh, and it's... Uh, like Bluff City Law. Like Bluff City Law. <laughs> Tonight uh, at 10 on NBC. 10, 10. NBC. 10 o'clock. Great episode. Final episode. Thanksgiving. Beautiful ap- episode. All right. Awesome. Well, we, yeah, I mean, it's cool. And I love Jimmy Smith. I love the whole cast. I mean, yeah. and, and now we love you as well. So. I'm glad. <laughs> you know, the thing about our show is, again, it's something that NBC is doing with This Is Us and um, New Amsterdam. I think that even though it's not the grittiest television you're going to see, but I think what it is putting out over the airwaves is so important now, which is forgiveness and redemption and doing what's right. By the by, by the every man and woman. Well, they're doing they're doing Good. character driven stuff, exactly. and th- this is us really, really. show that that people respond if you have a good ensemble delivering good character work. Thank you. Yeah, nice. Yes. Ten o'clock, NBC. It is called Bluff City Law. It's great to meet you, Jane. Thanks Lovely for being to here. Meet you. Have a great Thanksgiving too. You too. Happy Thanksgiving, Jane everybody. Atkinson. Yeah. Yeah.
we'll take a break and we'll be right back. You know what? And as we're taking a break, I want to give away this right now. Preston Whoop. and Steve, sweet night tonight at the Flyers game. I got a pair of tickets. We'll take caller number 25 at 215-263-WMMR. And uh, they're playing Vancouver tonight. It's Hockey Fights Cancer Night. All fans get a Hockey Fights Cancer rally towel. And canned goods are welcome for the Camp Up Hunger. So please bring them to the game if you can. Get your tickets to PhiladelphiaFlyers.com or be caller number 25 right now and we'll set you up. Be right back. Hey gang, starting Monday, December 2nd, we are camping out and broadcasting our show from Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center Complex. It's Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, benefiting fill abundance and fueled in part by energy transfer. Now join us for special guests each morning inside the warm confines of the Beanbow Bakery's USA broadcast tent with free hot coffee from Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Join us on site and drop off your non-perishable food donations at the General Building Contractors Association Demolish Hunger Donation Area. Camp Out would not be possible without the generosity of you, our great friends and listeners, and our partners. Select Event Group, Chorus Photography, Light Action Productions, IMS Technology Services, Skelly's Amusements, Shapiro Fire Prevention, and Newman University Videography. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. From 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Case, do I have uh, do we have time here, or do I have to? Uh, yeah, let's do this. Thing. I need an idea. Yeah, because I got a couple things I need to get to. Uh, you have until fifty nine, my man. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. I needed, my... I needed a moment uh, to find out exactly what uh, was going on. Uh, first of all, thank you, our friends at. Uh, well, no, you know what? Let me do this announcement all right. first. Uh, so we have a big event which is coming up a week from today. That's a camp out for hunger. But there's another one that follows that up a few days later when we're finished. And it's returning once again, ladies and gentlemen. This is the official announcement of the Preston and Steve Christmas Miracle 2019 Show Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. And we're headed back to Parks Casino inside the new Excite Center where we did it for the first time last year. And it was awesome. The best one we've had by far. Spectacular. Uh, so much room, so much more to do, so much right. <laughs> and the date will be Thursday, December 19th. Very we'll much great. Broadcasting live with huge prizes all morning. Miracle! Yeah! And Woo-hoo! you have to win your way in. So you want to be listening to win uh, pairs of seats, and only the seat winner will be eligible to win prizes that morning. Winners and guests must be at least 21 years of age. You can click events at WMMR.com for the details, including a list of Miller Lite Ugly Sweater pre-parties with specials and seats to the event that you can win at each. So we'll be giving away the passes. I'm not going to give any away now. No. They haven't given me to give away, so I know all the phone lines are lit up. We're just announcing the details. Uh, but it's going to be December 19th, Parks Casino, and you do need to win your way in. So keep listening for the details. We just want to want you to mark your calendar for that and make sure that that is set aside. I want to thank uh, Primo Hoagies in the Xfinity Lounge. <laughs> Uh, they brought by some goodies for us because uh, they heard that we received an award over the weekend, and it was just a little, um, a little nod and a little uh, uh, thank you, I guess, from them. So, but yes, uh, we we accepted Steve and I on behalf of the entire President Steve Show uh, the entry into the Hall of Fame for the broadcast pioneers, uh, which uh, we had a big ceremony on Friday night here in Balkinwood, and it was very very cool. We had a great time. Um, a lot of members of the, the sh- most of the members of the show were there, 
And uh, we had uh, Pierre Robert came out, sit at our table as well, and it was loaded with uh, industry, yes, uh, fellow um, fellow industry um, workers, and some of the other people that received awards that night were like Walter Perez from Six ABC, Mike Donardo from KYW, uh, Patty Jackson from WDAS. Mike Jarek. Um, Mike, Mike Jarek from Fox 29. Uh, Dan Baker was there. Did as well, yeah. So it was a lot of really cool people and a lot of industry heavyweights that were in attendance. And everybody was super-duper nice and very complimentary. And it's funny to find out who were fans of your show that you had no <laughs> idea were. Right, you were coming over to be saying some of them. like, really? Yeah, it was pretty cool. So... Uh, we, uh, you know, we want to thank the broadcast pioneers for inducting us into that, and uh, it was, uh, it was really. Cool. And we kept our speech pretty short, which I, I think we did a good job, right? Yeah, we, we were well, pretty much. We we're, were on fleek, as they say. Well, we we were told two, <laughs> we were told two to three minutes, right? And then some so, people took that to mean twenty five minutes. Uh, some people took it to mean twenty five no, minutes. Oh man, really? It's okay. We understand. That but means we, everybody loved you if your speech was three minutes. That's what we were attempting to do. We wanted to leave there with everyone loving us, and uh, hopefully that was the case. No, we just did. What we did is we 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 said thank you. Yeah, we didn't tell our entire life story, uh, which some people did do, and uh, it's fascinating. That's fine. Uh, wonderful. I guess, I guess we get a chance to tell our our life stories every morning right. on the radio, and some people don't, and so they told the. <laughs> Whole life story in front of everybody sitting there waiting for them to wrap up. So, but, but it was great. It was a magical night, and hey. uh, it was uh, the, the food was uh, was wonderful. Yeah, the I chicken, had chicken was delicious, man. And I, I loved had a it. salad and a rolls with bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, rolls with butter, bread and rolls. Rolls with bread. You had rolls with bread. Absolutely. Yeah. I make a roll sandwich. <laughs> You imagine that? <laughs> I would have eaten it. Uh, two pieces of sandwich bread with a roll in the middle. It's That's perfect. good bread. Hey, cheesecake for dessert. I'm it not a really che- good. I'm not a cheesecake fan. Yeah, you were fan. offering up your cheesecake to yeah. everybody at the table. So luckily, I went over to the bar area and they had ch- like uh, crackers, like you know. That, and so I that was my dessert. That I grabbed these dessert? like spicy crackers. I had the cheesecake. Yeah, right. it was delicious. I did too. There really was good. a guy, Kathy. Would, uh, I told Marissa this story. There was a guy that was working the bar. <laughs> and uh, I went over, and I haven't had a martini in yeah. years, actually. I'm like, all right, you know, they're selling martini. Oh, martini. Why not? I haven't had one in a long time. So, guys, number one, he's talking to himself while he's making my drink. And uh, and he goes, you want olives? I go, yeah. And Kathy, his gnarly, hairy, <laughs> dirty hands <laughs> oh, just, just went. Dug in. Dug in. <laughs> I mean, like a fistful. Uh, <laughs> there you go. And he just kind of threw them in the, in the glass. Didn't put them in a toothpick or anything. Oh, he just like you. chucked them in there. He reached so over the toothpick. His fingers went into the, my glass as well. I'm like, <laughs> well, all right. Well, by the way, Delish. it's liquor. It's clean. Yeah. It was an interesting system at the bar because it was similar to like a fireman's fair. If you ever try to ride the rides and you buy these little coupons. Yeah. Different colored tickets yeah. for different kinds of drinks you were getting. <laughs> oh, yeah. really? Were you guys sitting at the table when the server nearly dropped the entire tray on me and Jim Antes? That's yeah. the guy that reached in and grabbed my olives <laughs> for me. His hands were still wet from the olives. I literally felt the breeze of the food and the plates flying past the, my back, and so did Antes. And, and so Jim was checking my back, and I was checking his. Fortunately, he missed us and just got the floor. Yeah, well, but it was any, a fun night, though. It, it was. It was a fun night. A lot and, of good honorees. And people also, we saw a lot of people who did, did like, a uh, longtime director at uh, NBC10, and, and and other people have done a lot of, in the industry and have every reason to be proud of their uh, their induction. It was yep. very cool. All right, we need to do the bizarre file, so we're going to get to it right now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. Yeah. 
Brought to you by Lorenzo's and Sons Pizza. Lorenzo and Sons Pizza has been family owned and operated since 1970. Visit Lorenzo and Sons Pizza at Xfinity Live, where we'll be one week from today. Also in Westchester and in the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, I've never heard of soy sauce causing $100,000 worth of damage, but that's what happened here. What? Police say safe cracking gear and soy sauce were just some of the tools that a man used while allegedly vandalizing a business earlier this week. They say the vandalism took place after the business closed for the day. Investigators allege the man hid inside a bathroom until staff went home. Then he emerged with a bag of break-and-enter tools, which he used to open a safe containing more than $2,000. They allege he then proceeded to cause roughly $100,000 worth of damage to the business, partially by pouring soy sauce over multiple electronics. What was the purpose of that? I, we don't. I have no idea. Uh, they say. Trust me. He also damaged ceiling tiles, walls, and venting. I need horseradish for the lights. Uh, police say some of the man's actions were captured on surveillance video. He's now facing multiple unspecified charges. Uh, an 82-year-old woman found herself in danger after she says a man broke into her home. Uh, until she turned the tables on the intruder. She's 82. Yeah. Willie Murphy says she was getting ready for bed bed when a man began pounding on her door. She said he was outside saying, please call an ambulance. I'm sick. I'm sick. She called the police but wouldn't let him inside. Uh, that, she says, is when he became angry. She said, I heard a loud noise. I'm thinking, what the heck was that? The young man is in my home. He broke the door. Now, what the suspect didn't re- likely realize is that Murphy is an award-winning bodybuilder who works out at the YMCA every day. Yeah, she does. Eight, like... 82 years old, and she's a bodybuilder. She said he picked the wrong house to break into. <laughs> Murphy says it was dark, so she was able to hide. As the suspect walked through the house, she acted quickly and grabbed the closest thing she could find. She said, I picked up the table, and I went to work on it. <laughs> She's a power lifter, too. She broke the table on him. (laughs) Wow. She said, and when he was down, I was jumping on him. She says, once the suspect was injured, she then ran and grabbed a bottle of shampoo and started pouring it on him. (laughs) She said, I grabbed the shampoo. Guess what? He's still on the ground. In his face. All of it. The whole thing. Then I got the broom. He was pulling on the broom. I'm hitting him with the broom. Finally, officers arrived. The man was sent to the hospital, and she was applauded by the first responders. That's so cool. So she used a table, shampoo, and a broom to beat this guy away. The officers that came, she said, wanted to go on my front porch and take selfies with me. Friday, she returned to the YMCA, got a hero's welcome. And for the record, she says she can deadlift 225 pounds, and she hopes that this story inspires people of all ages. I love it. Uh, This is sad news. The body of a 19-year-old woman who went missing while hiking at Utah's Zion National Park was found at the bottom of Angel's Landing, police oh, said. Yeah. Oh, man, I was just there. Whoa. I know. Search and rescue workers retrieved the body of Savannah McTague from the base of Angel's Landing Thursday morning. She had been reported missing while hiking with two friends on Wednesday. Uh, the friends told authorities they suspected she had fallen off of the rock formation. Were they, hi- were they hiking at night? No, okay. it was at 530. Uh, right. So McTague was an employee of a travel company called Zantera and had been working at the Park Zion Lounge. <sighs> Angel's Landing Rock Formation is about 1,488 feet high. God almighty. It's I mean, unclear they, how far up she was when she fell. They just closed it 
uh, last week because of a rock slide. Yeah, um, it al- it also is unclear how experienced a uh, hiker she was, but she had posted many pictures of herself uh, while hiking on social media. Angel's Landing includes steep climbs and drop-offs towards the top of the rock. Hikers use chains to move along a narrow path that falls away on both sides. Yep. Uh, McTagg uh, would have been one of a handful of deaths at Angel's Landing in recent years in 2019, uh, in, in April of this year, I'm sorry, a man was found at the bottom of the trail after his roommate reported him missing. He was found at the base of the north side of the route. Prior to his fall, a 13-year-old girl died the year before after she fell from the trail. And a 45-year-old man is also believed to have died from one the year before that mm-hmm. as well. 1,400 feet? Yeah, man. That's, Jesus. That's Straight terrifying. down too, bro. Last story. A teen has been jailed for 16 months after biting her friend's face in a savage nightclub oh attack. God. Yeah, this is in Australia. Danielle Gapar. Carried out the frenzied assault on Kira Strachan uh, at Dundee's Aura Club. The court heard that the pair were friends but had fallen out over Gafar's ex-boyfriend. The court was told that uh, the victim, Strachan, had required plastic surgery as a result of the assault and also how Gafar... Uh, received death threats as a result of the publicity of the case. Gavar uh, pled guilty to grabbing Miss Strachan by the hair, forcing her to the ground, striking her head on the ground, putting her arm around her throat, restricting her breathing, and biting her to severe injury and permanent disfigurement. I saw the picture, man. Like, a big chunk of her skin is just Uh, dangling. Jesus Christ. It's hanging off. Yeah, the victim also suffered bruising to her face and forehead. So she's going to jail for about a year and a half or so. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you today. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We got some stuff to give away via the lesson question. Have you been listening? We will certainly find out in a little bit, as well as the trash and music news coming up. So stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Some people call her Annabelle. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Maybe the only people in the world that find that funny. I don't think so. Oh my god! Finger eleven and paralyzer on ninety three three. Tell me, it's pretty creative of Bill, though. I have to say, in a pinch. I agree. I agree. Marissa goes. I go. Can you isolate that, please? Just because we've been saying it a lot lately, and she goes. I think we made this out to be more than it actually is. (laughs) But I listen back to. I'm like, no. I, I I love it just like that. Yeah. Isn't isn't he right? Like, didn't we determine yeah, yeah, at some I point? Think, no, I think he. I that, think he was. That there actually was some lore yeah, at some maybe. point where Annabelle was Mrs. Claus's Annabelle. first name. <laughs> maybe. Annabelle. Yeah. Oh, some people call her Annabelle. <laughs> he was good though. Like he was right into yeah, Santa. Mode. Yeah, it was. Uh, if you don't know, it's uh, Casey pranked Bill to pretend like he was Santa Claus, and and he. <laughs> <laughs> pretended that he had his, his daughter with him and, and uh, that she wanted to talk to Santa Claus and Bill just fell for it hook, line, and sinker. And, and he played along great. Uh, and, <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Isn't that that terrible, that terrible movie, movie with, with Billy Bob, Bob Thornton? Thornton? <laughs> no. no. It was Fred Claus. Fred yeah, Claus. Uh, not, not bad Santa. <laughs> we'll play that again sometime in yeah, the near future. Sure. We, we've got to play the audio of that. And we got to play... 
uh, the Gary Lauer Christmas oh. at uh, Christmas Cookie Cove. <laughs> right. And, oh. his and, all of our, and all of our songs. Our songs. Our, well, Christmas, our holiday songs. They kick in after Thanksgiving. Yeah, after Thanksgiving. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, come we'll, on. Okay. We'll eventually get to all of it. But. Let's not push it. We've still got to celebrate Thanksgiving. <laughs> We're going to do our lesson question today, and we will give away a pair of tickets to see Kurt Metzger and uh, Louis J. Gomez on Friday, January 17th at Punchline. And the question this morning, ah, let's stick with Bill Weston. Who will Bill Weston play in the Dickens Festival in Narberth, PA? (laughs) (laughs) There's a quick one. I tell you who it's not. It's not. And the bell. All right. So 215-263. Who will Bill Weston play in the Dickens Festival in Narberth, Pennsylvania? While you're calling, we shall do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Star Restaurants. Uh, this holiday season, give a gift that everyone on your list will love. Star Restaurants gift cards are good at 39 delicious destinations, including Budokan, Elvez, The Love, and Park. Pick one up today or visit StarGiftCards.com. That's S-T-A-R-R, GiftCards.com. What's going on this morning, well, Kim Kardashian's Skims Solutionware brand made millions in just five minutes after a massive restock release on Wednesday. This brand will make me a multi-billionaire, Kim said, while standing in the middle of a pentagram preparing to sacrifice a human baby. <laughs> the Netherlands reaching a crossroads on the long-standing Christmas tradition of dressing in blackface to, per- to portray Santa Claus's helper known as Black Pete. As part of an effort to accommodate those who embrace the tradition and those who want it gone, the government has suggested changing Black Pete to George Hamilton. (laughs) And finally, a failed demonstration on the new Tesla pickup truck's bulletproof glass on Thursday caused the company's stock to plunge 6% when two metal balls smashed the glass. Elon Musk defended the demonstration, marking... I said bulletproof. Alright, we shall see if we can find the answer to this question. Uh, who will Bill West and play in the Dickens <laughs> Festival in Narberth, Pennsylvania? I will go to Dolores. Hey, Dolores. Stop thinking of clowns. Yeah, very good. Alright, so who's Bill going to play? Do you know? Tiny Tim. Of course. Yeah. Tiny Tim. Hang on, Dolores. We're going to get your information, Dolores, and we are going to give you a pair of tickets to see Kurt Metzger and Louis J. Gomez on Friday, January 17th, 9.45 p.m. at Punchline Philly. You can get tickets at uh, all their shows, January 17th through the 19th at punchlinephilly.com, 21 and over events. Uh, We're going to do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. Luis. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm, we were mouthing each other. I'm like, is, it, is it Louis or Louis? And he just goes, he just was mouthing it. And I'm like, well, that's what that's I said. That's what I said. Yeah, no, Luis. 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 Uh, brought to you by Pepsi and the Philadelphia International Airport, by the way. Music news is this Monday, November 25th. Why, that's Today. Today. Visit Pierre as he broadcasts live from Terminal B.C. in the Philadelphia International Airport to help increase donations to fill abundance this holiday season. We'll be checking in with him in just a few. Let's go with this. Ozzy Osbourne joined Post Malone and Travis Scott on stage at the 2019 American Music Awards last night. 
to perform post-hit song Take What You Want. Malone opened the performance with a solo rendition of Circles for enlisting Ozzy and Scott for Take What You Want, uh, with Ozzy sitting perched on a chair for much of the song. Uh, the track is taken from Malone's latest album, Hollywood's Bleeding, and Ozzy is going to appear, or it does appear on the studio version as well. This performance was Ozzy's first time on stage since last year. He positioned, I'm sorry, postponed all of his 2019 tour dates as he was uh, battling illness and underwent surgery, but has rescheduled uh, them for 2020 along with a new album called Ordinary Man. Black Keys singer and guitarist Dan Arbach is nominated for a Grammy for Producer of the Year Non-Classical, the second time that he's been nominated in that category after getting the nod and winning in 2013. He told Billboard about getting the nom again. It feels really good to be recognized. It's very nice. My first love was playing music with my family, and my second uh, love was making records. Uh, the first time I saw a four-track recorder was when Pat Carney showed one to me, and ever since then, I have been so in love with making records. It's just a really big part of who I am. His Grammy nod is for his work on the Black Keys' new album, Let's Rock, along with projects such as Yola's Walk Through Fire, the Gibson Brothers' Mockingbird, Leo Bud Welch's The Angels in Heaven, Dunn Signed My Name, and more, with many recorded at his Easy Eye studio in Nashville. Uh, he continues to produce new projects, including a new LP from original James Gang guitarist Glenn Schwartz, uh, whom Arbach cites as a major influence on his own music. I thought he was a meteorologist at NBC10. That's Glenn. It is. Yeah. It says Glenn Schwartz. Oh. It's the same name. It's got to be your Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> Luis. <laughs> I, you know what? So I was thinking James. You said James Schwartz, but it was James Gang. It was a James Glenn, Gang. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. It happens all the time when you bring up Hurricane Schwartz. Yeah. It's, you know. Yeah. He's the source of a lot of fights. It is true. Don't talk about Hurricane Schwartz at Thanksgiving this year. Nope. Yep. Or please. Yeah. If you can. It divides families. <laughs> Guns N' Roses has now completed the third highest grossing tour of all time. Wow. The band's not in this lifetime reunion trek. has grossed $584.2 million from 5,371,891 tickets sold at 158 concerts across six continents. Here's a band who didn't tour or wasn't even together for years, and look at this. Yeah, and have you heard anything about them going on late and, nope. and Axel being difficult? Fact, they actually go on early and do extra shows. Uh, he's definitely got it together. Yeah. He does. Yep. Uh, at least four other tours have topped the $500 million mark in sales. Those would be uh, U2's 360 tour, The Stones' A Bigger Bag Bang Trek, Ed Sheeran's Divide Trip, huh. and Coldplay's A Head Full of Dreams Excursion. Uh, the Guns' Trek topped $82 million in sales during uh, 2018 alone and have grossed an average $3.7 million per show over the course of 24 days. Well, wow. that's where they're making the money these days. Marilyn Manson has shared an eerie cover of The Doors classic, The End, which he has recorded for the soundtrack of the upcoming uh, limited series, The Stand. Manson also reportedly has a role in the series, which is based on Stephen King's epic 1978 novel and will air on the CBS All Access streaming service. Do you have to pay for that? Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. But you can get a free trial, right? Yes, you can. And does anybody know if the stand will be released in on mass or will it be rolling out weekly? Does that I don't know, that? know. I don't know. They because uh, I, I have no choice. 
I have no choice. You have no yeah. choice. I've I've read the book multiple times, and I see it. I love this, the 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 TV series, which I still have to watch. Steve has lent it to me, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have no choice. I will have to, I, I even own the comic series on it, so I will have to pay for this goddamn what, streaming why don't you service. Just go to so I can see yeah, just I can come on, hang out. Yeah. Uh, the book will be like it'd be like an autofocus. Tell us oh <laughs> with our hands thrust down our pants. Sorry, this is too hot. I just yeah. got to whip it out. Oh my right god, now. this is so wild. That's enough. It's all access. <laughs> the book enough. tells the story of a confrontation between the forces of good and evil in a world where most of the population has been wiped out by a superfood created by created in a government lab. Uh, the ten episode series, which will feature a new ending written by King himself, is filming now and is scheduled to air sometime in 2020. It's unknown what role Manson will play in the series, which will feature James Marsden and Amber Heard, Whoopi Goldberg, Greg Kinnear, and others. Speaking of autofocus, Greg Kinnear. Yes! Maybe he will be reprising his role as Bob Crane. (laughs) Is anybody from the original miniseries coming back? I don't know. Okay. It's a good question. Who's playing, uh, was it Tom Moon? Uh, No, it's uh, uh, Tom Cullen. Tom Cullen. Spelled M-O-O-N. That spells Tom Cullen. Uh, Beck has revealed in a new interview that he's no longer a Scientologist. What happened? Following years during which he was one of the most prominent musicians associated with the controversial organization. Speaking to the Sydney Morning Herald, Beck said, I think there is a misconception that I am a Scientologist. He's what I always thought. He said, I'm not a Scientologist. I don't have any connection or affiliation with it. But Beck has admitted in, in, in interviews going back 20 years that he was a member of the Church of Scientology, although he never openly promoted it in the same way that some of the organization's major faces have. The singer added that his father, composer David Campbell, has been a Scientologist for a long time, he said, but I've pretty much just focused on my music and my work for most of my life and tended to do my own thing. I think it's just something people ran with, he says. So does that cause a rift between him and his father if he is no longer in the... It doesn't indicate. Beck's ex-wife, Marissa Ribisi, and her brother, actor Giovanni Ribisi, are both Scientologists, according to Scientology watchdog site The Underground Bunker, along with Beck's longtime bassist, Justin Meldel-Johnson. Uh, Beck and Marissa divorced last February after nearly 15 years of marriage, and Beck last appeared at a Scientologist celebrity gala in 2005, but he says he is not one. And then one last story. In celebration of U2's first performance in India next month, the band has released a new track called Ahimsa. Uh, The song is a collaboration with legendary composer A.R. Rahman, uh, Just cor- like the noodles. <laughs> According to the press release for the song Ahimsa, the Sanskrit word for nonviolence, celebrates the spiritual diversity of India and connects the ethos of U2 with the mastery of A.R. Raman. Uh, the song comes less than a month ahead of the Joshua Tree tour arriving in Mumbai December 15th. Bono said, the fight against injustice has always been so important to us. We were somewhat shaped and formed by Martin Luther King, who was a student of Mahatma Gandhi. Martin Luther King said, the moral arc of the universe is long, but it bends toward justice. He said, I don't believe that anymore. It doesn't bend towards justice. It has to be bent towards justice. What have uh, We have to be actively involved in our democracy to preserve it and show people how we feel and what we care about. I should probably get a pen and start taking this down. Yes, yeah, so uh, <laughs> I've not heard the song, don't know much about it, uh, but they've just released it. Ahim, Ahimsa <laughs> is what it's called. It's hard I-M-S-A, so I'm, I'm guessing that's how you pronounce it. Ahimsa. Ahimsa. All right, there you go. That's what I got for you. 
in uh, music news this morning. I would like to mention we have a new Daily Rush video that is up and running, and it is called The Toilet Paper Perspective. Uh, it says here, Steve offers some perspective on the toilet paper roll debate. Ah. I don't even remember this. I don't either. All right. I can't wait to see what I said. I can't wait to relive that wonderful moment here on our show. Watch it now at PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. Available now. So right now as we speak, uh-huh. the tent is being erected. Shut up. At the Wells Fargo Center, Xfinity Live parking lot. That's how big this operation is. Mm-hmm. We have to start a week in advance just getting it set up. It's astonishing so, what is involved. That's very cool. Yeah, so uh, Rodney uh, reached out and he wants a shard out uh, to the Wells Fargo Center and to the KML Brotherhood of Carpenters Union. They're out listening and awesome. working on setting up the tent and cranking oh. WMMR right now. Let's do it. Thank you, guys. You, you, want, you want a big one? A big Let's one. Let's do a big a one. big one. Let's do this. All right. Let's yeah. do it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What? What? Let's Nothing. do it. Go. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Annabelle. <laughs> oh, that's Annabelle. <laughs> We got to get a shot of Annabelle the doll, and just so that, like, if you pull a string oh, on the back, Annabelle, Annabelle, Annabelle. They got the, they got nice weather to start this project. They yes. do, it's they do. Be a beautiful couple of days. We have today, tomorrow, both in the mid to upper fifties and partly cloudy skies. There's gonna be some morning rain on Wednesday, so hopefully they should have stuff covered up by them, which would be wonderful. But it's gonna be temperature it's gonna be comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Annabelle. <laughs> Temperature-wise, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be very enjoyable. Nice to be outside. It's relatable. Good weather is relatable. It's comfortable. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a moment. Get the letter of the day, word of the week. We'll find out what the status is on Pierre Bear from the Philadelphia International Airport today broadcasting live. I love it. It's a sense of irony that we have Pierre broadcasting from the airport. I know. (laughs) He seldom sees it because he's usually running through them at a full clip. Maybe he'll learn something. But uh, he's doing a very cool thing today. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Dinosaur Pilo. God's man. The struts. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. 10.32, Preston's T Radio Show on a Monday morning coming to a close for us. Uh, busy Monday morning, lots of activity, and uh, some friends stopping by today. So I guess I'll uh, do a couple of thank yous. I want to thank Kathy Romano for doing hey! all the work to yeah. bring to us her list of holiday activities uh, and a banner list this year. I think some of the coolest stuff you've ever had on this year's list. Yeah, I hope you like it and mm-hmm. uh, you know take my suggestion. And I forgot to mention, um, as I do these activities, I will post them on social media. And if you guys do it, use the hashtag and tag me in it so I can see you know whatever activity you're going to. So is it ha- a hashtag? Holiday activities. Kathy's holiday. Oh, Kathy's. I said it again. <laughs> Kathy's holiday activities. Yep. Yeah. And thank you to Kyle McCarty for our awesome news. Yeah. 
Excellent. holiday activity song. We have to find another occasion to play that because just playing it twice uh, this morning yeah. is not enough. Well, I think as I do the activities, I'll kind of update you guys on them. And, uh, you know, if I find something new out about it or, hey, listen, if it's not that great and it's not worth the money, I'll let you know. Well, right. uh, honestly, there is so much great stuff out there, so many great things to do. And, again, I say don't let the holidays, don't let the next couple of weeks slip by without availing yourself of at least one of them. Right. Have yep. a good time. Exactly. Yep. Uh, thank you to Senator Bob Casey who called yes. in this morning. He's not going to be able to make it to the camp out. He's one of our regular visitors, but he did want to uh, kind of put the word out and wish us well. So he stopped in, or he gave us a call this morning. And stopping in, Cecily Tynan. Hey. Right. Six ABC, the one hundredth uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade is this Thursday. Yes, and uh, she will be hosting it. And it's a great event. Also, thank you to Dom Irera. Hey. Dom Van Helium Comedy Club, uh, Wednesday night and then Friday and Saturday. Always great to see Dom. And actress Jane Adkins. Lovely new NBC drama called Bluff City Law, and she was in studio. That's on NBC 10 uh, tonight at 10 o'clock, by the way, to promote that. Uh, So I believe uh, we are going to find Pierre on location. Let's go now live to the Philadelphia International Airport uh, between concourses B and C, Pierre Robert. And it's not oh, working. Man. We had it. Yeah, I heard wait, it earlier. Wait, case. wait, wait, wait. Let's just check. Hold on a second, uh, wait, Pierre. Wait, wait, we got this. Ready? Let's try oh. it now. I yeah. hear something. Pierre? Oh, good day. And hey! there we go. How you doing, man? Excellent. The Air Force One has just landed, and uh, I have uh, gotten off of it, and here we are in the hallway. Nice. I like that, Frank. Yeah. Very nice. And uh, we are broadcasting. Um, we've never done this before. So, Malcolm Nance. Man, after 50 years, still finding some first. What's that? A, a gentleman just walked by, Malcolm Nance. He's a commentator on MSNBC. Huh. Pierre Robert with WMMR. Sir. How are you? You know, I grew up in Philly listening to WMMR. <laughs> what? What's your favorite band? That's a that's a terrible terrible. <laughs> Watching you on TV yesterday. This is so cool. Good to see you, man. All right. He was in the Navy. I'm sorry. I thought I heard you say, I can dance. And I'm like, all right. I can dance. <laughs> that's, uh, you know, just being at the airport. Malcolm Nance, right? Malcolm Nance. I can dance. Of, uh, you, you might see other celebrities, Pierre. They're always ca- congregating at the airport. Well, of course they are. They've got to go somewhere. <laughs> so um, we're right between Terminals B and C. There's a little food court. Well, it's actually a big food court. And uh, there are all these great shops. And so we're going to be broadcasting. Uh, we've got, uh, for the first 100 people to stop by, a $10 Acme gift card. And you could use it at Acme and help out the camp out for hunger if you like or whatever you would like to do with it. Pepsi is our sponsor, which happens to be your sponsor, the official soft drink of President Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. And so um, this is just uh, amazing. And we'll be hearing a flight announcement. I noticed. Which is, uh, I mean, I don't know if it gets any better than that. Hey, uh, I tell you what, let's do this quickly. This order of business, we'll do the letter of the day, and then we'll see what you got in store, okay? Okay, cool. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... A as in airport. All right, and we have only three letters for you to collect this week. That's it, short week, and you can get Kathy's holiday gift giveaway. Ooh. Kathy loves shopping so much. She did the holiday shopping for you, and there's something for everybody. It's over $700 in prizes. I mean, it's a huge prize bag. Uh, so we will be giving that away on Wednesday. So A is your first letter. You are good to go. Uh, so, cool, man. Is, Pierre, is it going to be... 
just whoever's hanging out and whoever's stopping by. Do you have any guests on the program today? How's that going to work? Well, Robert Plant and Jimmy Page are coming by. Oh, Beautiful. that is awesome. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Ringo's stopping by later. And then uh, Pete Townsend <laughs> and Roger Daltrey will be doing a little Who set uh, wow. towards well, the end of the show. To be honest, at the airport, anything can happen. Well, you never know. You never know. Um, I mean, that guy was, I, I, you know, I watch a lot of the news channels, and he's one of the commentators, uh, you know, and one of those guest experts on things, on security and stuff. Yes. And he, he was like, you know, he just walks right by. He's like top secret clearance guy, and he wrote all these books. And I'm like, that's Malcolm Nance. He just walked by, it. and he's he's from Philly, so you never know who will snag as we, you know, greet people who are coming in. Are you coming in, citizen? Or are you going away? <laughs> no, dear God, he, he's looking at me. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, I wonder. We're going to go today. I Welcome. wonder how how much it costs to bail someone out of TSA. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, this is going to be fun. I'm going to. There's I know. people looking at me in the food court already with very confused faces because oh, not everyone, of course, is from Philadelphia. So no. there it is. But you, you uh, can be. You're not. You're our ambassador to the rest of the world. I am. What a frightening thought. <laughs> but I am. <laughs> Um, before we go further, I want to congratulate President Steve for the great induction into the uh, Philly Pioneers uh, uh, Hall of Fame, which took place Friday night. And uh, we had a great time out there, and you guys gave a great talk. Uh, went a little long, I thought. We uh, <laughs> stayed within our couple of minutes allotment. Uh, some other people have been known to go over that. Well, myself included at the PMA Awards, uh, which is still being discussed with uh, much, much un- unhappiness. But it's over. What are they going to do about it now? It was a great night. It was a very cool honor. And, and you were right. Uh, you know, you had told us beforehand, you're like, no, this is a big deal. And, yeah. And, uh, and you guys should be, you know, um, uh, we should be appreciative of it, which we certainly are. Yes. And, uh, and I wasn't expecting that honor. It was really cool. Yeah, there were a lot of really great people there. You know, Larry yeah. Kane was, you know, the great anchorman was uh, the MC, and you know, people that um, you know who who did some of the people behind the scenes. There was like a, a floor director for Channel Six who would like, you know, filmed Richard Nixon and you know, major, you know, John Lennon when he was on Action News and stuff like that. I mean, it was some pretty heavy people who had seen a lot of things and done a lot of things, and you were inducted into that very same class. And, and it was funny because uh, after Presta Steve accepted their award. Uh, Larry King got back up onto the microphone. He was like an MC of the evening, and he recounted his story when he joined us in studio, which was on a Tattoos Day, yeah. if you recall. <laughs> wow. He's yeah. got a very dry sense of humor. Yeah. When we were, when we first moved uh, in with KYW, when we were downtown on Independence Mall, uh, we were doing a lot of things together, and so he was going down to cover the inauguration, and they said, let's have Larry call into your show. And I go, yeah, sure, why not? So he calls in, and I I said to him, Larry, I understand there are more people at the inauguration than were at Woodstock. And he goes, that's true, Pierre, but they're much better dressed. (laughs) (laughs) Just things like that. I I love it. It's great. Um, So we're here at the airport, and it's going to be... I don't know what it's going to be because we've and, never done it quite well, like this and before. The most interesting thing is, as you said, you can't you can't put out the call for people to come down and see you because you have already have to be traveling and make it through security to get to where you are. So it, here's the deal. If you know someone who is traveling today, let them know that yeah. Pierre is going to be there. Send them a text and say to make sure you stop by between B and C and find Pierre Robert today. 
Yeah, well, we've got goodies to give away. We've got Pepsi caps. We've got all kinds of things and these uh, these gift cards. And they're having an airport food drive uh, as well. And I'm not exactly sure the details of how that works because I don't know if people can bring in canned foods with their luggage. Or, That's the one know. thing they've suspended this year. You can travel with fully cooked turkeys in your luggage. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no problem whatsoever. Yeah, three ounces of every entree. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly, but there there is an airport food drive in every terminal. <laughs> and uh, there's A through F are the terminals in uh, Philly. A is the international, and then uh, B and C. And we're in, be- in between B and C is this huge um, courtyard and long hallway and has all these high-end shops. And, uh, and then we're right at the food court. And so everything is perfect. We're here, and uh, we'll scare passengers coming into Philadelphia and warmly greet those leaving Philadelphia going, thank God I'm getting away from that. <laughs> Nice. Um, but um, it's going to be fun. Excellent. All right. Well, enjoy, Pierre. Oh, and uh, we're going to do a block. Sorry. We're going to do a block of uh, flying songs. Oh, of uh, course. So thematic songs will be the uh, the order of the day when we hit the noon hour. Brilliant. All right. Thank you, Pierre Robert. And 10 4. I'm, I'm going to thank our sponsors. Preston C Show has been brought to you today by Winter Airport Parking. How about that? Hey. Fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. And also by Wilmington University. Experience the Wilmu difference by visiting wilmu.edu. Tomorrow on our show, we got Tad Tuesday and stuff to give away. So make sure you join us. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you. hate you. Line. Drivers of America, when there's a sign and another sign and another sign that say the roads close in a quarter mile, a half mile, whatever... Why do you wait until the very end to get over? Move over. It's not an endurance challenge. Next message. Thank you for being on in the morning. Love you guys. And a shout out to my boys. Uh, You know where you're at. DJ, Omar, Mateo. My name's not Corey. Next message. It's bad enough. I have an hour and a half long commute. Must you tailgate my ass all the way up the road. It's ridiculous. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.